0: Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you as always by Slaro Commerce, formerly Tandem Payments. New name, same great people. Still a friend of the program Evan Orvath. They've got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business and you accept debit or credit cards, you gotta check out Solero Commerce. Contact Evan Orvath for a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the black flag podcast.
1: Every fucking week. Fuck I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah we're
0: only girls pull hair so. Like
1: he forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champions right. provisional way he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years so uh... occasional alcohol consumption.
0: Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the
2: leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right
1: now because you asked me stupid questions. This right. week's black flag podcast is now in session.
2: Hey we had some out, we beat him so it's all good uh.
1: all right boys and girls uh special uh monday night episode coming to you because we're fresh fresh and i mean fresh off of Loudon. uh i smell like a foot because i got out of work like 35 seconds ago uh, but as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C I, 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 Across the table from me is Brad Saucier at BSauce96. And today we have a, another special guest on the show here. Uh, some call him the Spot Owl, but I like to call him Greg. Uh, I believe that's at Spot Owl, right? Or Night Owl Creations, if you will. Uh, Greg Emerson, thank you for coming down. Uh, how was the trip over here? Oh, it was wonderful. Your directions yeah. <laughs> were spot on. I, I gave you the address. I, think I didn't even it. use Google Maps. So you knew where Maple Ave was?
2: No, I used Google Maps. Oh, okay. So you lied to me. Yep. <laughs> Alright. So that's what any good uh, bitch does. So
1: so, t- <laughs> so typically we start off with what we did over the weekend. So did you do anything cool, cool Greg?
2: Uh we went to Oxford and raced with who, the who Pro was Stock. We? Uh
1: Dan. Dan McKegg. McKeg. Yep. So people fr- not from Beechridge also listen to the show. Yes. Yes. So Dan McKegg.
2: Uh yeah, we went to Oxford. Uh we did It was you... more of a more of a test than anything and it wasn't great no still still a newish learning. car right yeah yeah it's like only the third time we've run it so yeah. and for those who don't know i've been with dan mckegg for since 21
1: nam. years <laughs> since nam for sure uh so not only do you wrap helmets you're, you're pretty good at the whole spot and deal um so what how do you even how does that happen how do you put a headset on for the first time and then we'll go back into our weekend wow yeah, we're going right in. into Is you, that you a is in. that a loaded question? Yeah, or? you're just digging right in. Oh
2: yeah. So uh, basically, <clears throat> I think uh, uh, the spotting thing. Well, I've been around racing since I was three years old. I'm definitely a family member. Family. My uncle raced and part of a racer. My family. father. Could yeah, I'll yeah, just get that, out <laughs> the way yeah. for you. There you go. I was yeah. trying to hint around and let <laughs> yeah. somebody dig in, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and then you know I bounced around early on with different people and ended up with Dan in about 2001 and about 2004 we decided as part of building the program that and him and I had a, a good relationship anyway that I was going to be the sole spotter type person his dad I don't know if you ever met his dad or not but Lyman yeah his <laughs> like dad was his, dad. <laughs> his spotter for a while yes so. <laughs> You're welcome. Ten minutes later, Claire. Clear. <laughs> clear. <laughs> well, whenever there was a caution, it would be like, or if there was a big wreck or something like that, Dan's running around and he, we're trying to analyze the car because I was helping him at the time. Right. Was, and uh, Dan's running around under caution and we're trying to talk about the car. And he's like, oh, my God, Dan, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> did you see those guys wreck?
1: Yes, I was in the car. Yeah.
2: yeah. So uh, it
1: was all, it was... He's a hot ticket. So, so so what made like, so you said you were, and then
2: I just, I just started doing it and then I just kept building up and
1: so what, so you said you've been around it for quite a while. So you've always been tinkering on them and working on them at the racetrack, stuff like that. So what, what made you want to do the spotting thing over certain, you know, wrenching or something like that? Or did you just kind of get thrown into it and Um, stuck there?
2: I kind of got thrown into it, but it makes me more involved with the actual race, but like kind of like what Andy was saying when he was on a, a week or two ago. Yep. Uh when you're spotting and you're into it, you don't see the race just like the announcer he's announcing a certain part of it. Yep. He doesn't see the race. I don't see the race, you know, afterwards after I started spotting all the time, Lyman would come over after. Oh my god, did you see those guys battling blah blah blah? And I'm like they were four cars behind us I didn't see, you know. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. It was just I just stuck with it and I like it and it keeps me more involved.
1: So, have you ever had the interest to actually drive yourself? or Never. No? Not even once? No,
2: see, because I'm intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, for those who don't know me personally, I'm a rather large fellow. Well. Uh, <clears throat> let's just say I'm pushing a Chevy small block. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah stroked (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh i learned well i was never really into wanting to drive anyway you know when i was young you know probably seven to ten years old somewhere in that neighborhood i was like yeah yeah that sounds good and stuff like that but then i got into learning about actual suspension stuff and Mm. i was into that for a long time still kind of am uh but As I got older and wiser and learned about physics and, you know, basically a G, when you hear G-forces, a G is one times your body weight. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So let's say Charlie, I'm going to guess you're 155-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. So if you hit the wall at two Gs, you're hitting the wall at like roughly 300 pounds. Right. I'm already 350 plus. (laughs) So if I hit the wall now, I'm pushing seven something. When I hit the wall, that doesn't feel good.
1: I've never ever had it explained to me like that. Why someone doesn't race because of the g forces of Dan their body? Dan Collins
2: obviously has no fucks to give. No, have you ever met him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he doesn't think of any of that kind no. of cool technical stuff, right? So, so have it, you ever driven?
1: No, never. never. Not even one time. Nope. No interest. Nope i've watched
2: a lot of fucking races though man yeah that's a lot wild. of races
1: so so i guess so for a lot of people then i guess it, it you know either either attracted the speed of it or the car itself or the colors of sight. what of is, what is it that you like about all a racetrack it. all of it there's got to be something that like drew you back that second time <clears throat> well
2: obviously my uncle uh was gordon nelson i don't know if you know who he is but i know the name yeah he uh he raced from the time I was – I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I'll look in my phone when somebody else is talking but uh, to try to find a picture, but I have a picture right. of me in one of his old cars, I think. So uh, – but, like, I loved the car. I loved, you know,
1: all Just of every the, the color of and, you know, I remember – Explain that car to someone who doesn't know what it looks like, like in the Midwest if they're listening right now. What did that car oh, it look was like? Oh,
2: it was a limited sportsman in li- – what we, we call the limited sportsman in the late... Which is now like a sports series. Right. But it was late 70s, uh, early... I'm old. Yeah. So you guys correct. Know. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was born in 93, if that helps.
2: I graduated in 92, if that
1: helps. <laughs> so... People doing the math. I was born in 96. Gross. Did that help? I no. finished but
2: second in I made it worse. I, I, me and Beaver... I was hoping Beaver Norton at the time. We finished second in points with Steve Barry in 96 in super sportsman. Yeah. If that helps. <laughs> so... Uh, no, I just, I loved it. Like, the car was, like, a 66 Chevelle, uh, brown and white with orange numbers. It was just, you know. But I remember being a kid and remember, I remember the dirt. I remember the clay track at Beechridge. Yeah. I remember walking. It was, like, a big deal when the races were over to funnel out under the flag stand and, you you know, walk across the track to go to the pit area after the races were over. Yeah. And, like, I remember it being so sticky that it, like, almost pull your shoes off. So Just
1: added to the atmosphere and the experience. Yeah, it was like
2: you know, the car had to be like cleaned off good afterwards because it was like all oily and garbagey and gross. This pothole would grow in turn one and two, like, and guys would like try to avoid it. And then you just had other guys that would just smash through it. (laughs) I mean, it was like pure back then. It's not, it's not the same. It's still cool. What isn't the same? What isn't the same? Racing is not the same. How? It's not because. Back then, it was a lot of... Uh, and you experienced it with your dad yep. when he started. It was a lot of pulling stuff out of the junkyards. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I remember as a teenager scrounging through junkyards for Ford Fairmont bumpers because they were aluminum. Right. So we put aluminum bumpers on the car instead of, you know...
1: Whatever was on it. Steel yeah. or anything. Well, yeah. my dad had a Volvo bumper on his Wildcat. Yeah, yeah that's just what i saying. that's what was available, but... Um, yeah, Speaking of speaking of something like that, Brad and I, last time we were at Hudson, okay? So trying to connect people back to, like, going to a junkyard to get their parts or, like, being able to physically c- connect what they see on the racetrack to what they see on the road, okay? So a super late model, that that just looks like a science project with a cool body on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't look – like, you right. can put the stickers on it all you want that say Chevy. Yeah, and no. It doesn't look like They're a car. They're all the same. They're all the same. So – we came up with this idea, if you will, the Black Flag Podcast Heckin Hippo series. Okay, you might, you might, you might like this. Okay, so I think I'm gonna. <laughs> it's gonna. It's. We were told by Ben Bisowski. Gonna call him out right now. If we can get ten of these things together, we're gonna make this a year long project. Okay, the Heckin Hippo series minivans. Okay, so you take a a, a, a set of VIN numbers from year whatever to whatever. Make it a Chrysler minivan, the Dodge Grand Caravan, whatever. Put a four-point cage in it, some sa- all the safety stuff. Okay, but can you imagine fucking twenty minivans out there <laughs> racing each other? Like, foot, like I want like a thousand-dollar purse to win. Like, I want you to go and spend five hundred dollars on a shitbox van and race for a thousand dollars at Hudson Speedway. I think we can make it happen. I don't think it would be that hard. I really don't. But that way, somebody's going to be invested in that and be like, you know, I could I could go fucking build that. I don't have to have seventy five thousand dollars to go build a super it, late model. I don't. There I don't, really is, you know what I mean. The like lack of that type. Even of Even a wildcat these days, you're going to uh, spend yeah. all of twenty thirty thousand yeah. yeah. dollars, which yep. is yep. nonsense. So like, and and all these tracks, they fuck up in terms of like their, their beginner series of like a four-banger class or whatever, because now you can have your four-banger, you can turn it into a a, a, a classic mini-fucking whatever, and do whatever you want. But a minivan, how many shitbox minivans are there on the side of your road for sale for seven 800 dollars Right? Right? Am I right. correct? You How many shitbox minivans are in a junkyard somewhere where you could easily get parts? All of them. So if you get some 15, 16-year-old kid that Maybe. Is there gonna be a, uh, suspension mods allowed? No. no. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Why? What are you thinking? I'm not. I don't know I'm if I. I don't know if I'm feeling. Secrets. I'm not feeling I'm a. I'm not
2: gonna give out what I'm thinking. I don't know if I'm thinking Dirt. a
1: Dodge Grand Caravan with like a coil over on it. That seems a little aggressive to me. But I mean, get creative with the struts in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I want like a, a stock DOT tire on it. A four point roll cage. Yo, know, obviously the safety shit a collapsible, seat a, seat, a racing seat, belts. collapsible steering column, seat belts. And just go race. Literally, just go race your shitbox minivan against 20 other shitbox minivans for $1,000, and we're going to try and make a series out of this. And I think we can do we're, it. We're literally
0: sitting up in the grandstands watching the Spectrex. If you can't <laughs> hear, my voice is a little not here. Yeah, and, Brad's and, dead from <clears throat> um From White Mountain. Um, asterisks to that, that. I didn't Same really thing. yell. I, could, I was unable to yell yesterday at Loudon. So if you were to yell to us, and then I tried to yell back, um, I... I I apologize, um, was not able to, but we are literally sitting in the grandstands at Hudson and, start, and Charlie goes, why isn't there
2: a touring minivan series? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to- "What?" I don't know what, what I wonder what would ever make him think that yeah. the touring minivan yeah. series. I mean, would just
0: be. seeing just seeing two of them or whatever out there in the spec drags was the the reason. And so I'm like, well, what are we going to call this thing? And he goes, I don't know. It's got to be a play on words, like kind of like the flying tigers. Like, what are we going to call them? He's like, oh, a well, minivan looks like a hippo. All right, we need it. <laughs> we need an H adjective. Uh, heckin. All right. <laughs> Sold. All right, <laughs> let's run with it. Let's run with it. And then so like five seconds later, here we were talking to the fucking track owner. How do you feel about the heckin' hippos? <laughs> well,
1: what the hell's that? You, you bring
0: me 10, we're going to put on a show. So
1: so anybody listening, get, get, give us some messages here. Message w- Charlie. Yeah, yeah all, whatever. All of the love joys are already on the entry <laughs> sheet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's build some minivan shitbox cars, okay? Can you imagine, though, a fleet of fucking minivans out on the front stretch of some racetrack with a full wrap on it? Yeah, that was... That, that would that, be what? That's, that's the ultimate so, so advertising So what are you play? saying is Steve Dickey's going to enter one? Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, can you imagine... Trying to sell an advertisement for a late model is oh, a yeah. piece of shit because you have like a six-inch tall sticker that's like 20 feet long. You can't fucking read it. I've, but I you have a whole was... goddamn minivan going down the back church, That's a rolling billboard. I thought it was a And terrible... it's only a $500 race car, so you're going to ask $100 for something. Fuck, you can get the back window. I don't care. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
2: well, I... you can't. you got to take all the glass.
1: Well, out. we're going to put Lexan in them. You've got to have
2: all the windows in yeah. <laughs> You know how hot that's gonna be?
1: Don't care. I'm not driving it. <laughs> I'm the series director. <laughs>
0: not, not that I not that I was out when I first heard it, but when I first heard, imagine a minivan with a
1: rap on it. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's just something you've never seen. Before. Right. It's just something you've never seen before. <laughs> and then I want to see the creativity well, of what the fuck I bet people if you Google that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the it,
0: comment but... section tomorrow is gonna be fucking did blown you guys, up. I mean, with I know you guys are
2: young, but didn't you guys ever see that show Pit My Ride? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I do yeah. Unfortunately, done. I
1: did. I did watch that back in the day. Uh, I watched all of them. <laughs> uh, Subwoofers are not allowed in
0: the, yeah. ba- the back oh, of the minivan. Come on. Heck and Hippo minivan.
1: The Heck and Hippos. <laughs> Black Flag Podcast, Heck and Hippos. We got to make that a thing. So, again, you know, let's get the conversation rolling at least. It's a year-long project. Well, listen. I if, think we can do this.
2: If you're going to do something like that, you got to stand true and think about how some asshole out there is going to make it. Oh, I know. Worse.
1: Oh, I know. And it's like, gonna be some asshole beca- fucking with the computers. This, that, the yeah, other yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because,
2: because uh, when Beatridge started uh, the Roadrunners, the Roadrunners, yep. the intent was like the four, like like the the Road Warriors, or whatever the hell they call them in New Hampshire. There's different names at different tracks. Yeah. But but V6 uh, or V6 are four cylinder four door sedan type cars. Right. Street off the put a cage in it. Go out and smash your neighbor. Right, that's
1: what the intent was. <laughs> and then all into... of
2: a sudden, Matt Dow shows up with a Camaro.
1: See, well, that's the problem is that where they ruined the Roadrunner division at Beatridge, they had one class with three sets of rules depending on what kind of car you had. You can't have that. No. You just can't do that. That's what that. That's part of what happened with the Sports Series a couple of years ago too. Oh well, if you have a leaf spring car, you can have a certain oh, percentage that of started a coil when you car. Were born. It's like what? Shut the fuck up! It's a and then, oh, all of a sudden, this car that I had for eight years, well, your wheelbase is off. What the fuck do you mean the wheelbase is off? This car is older than fucking most people in the grandstands right now, and you're going to tell me that my wheelbase is off by four fucking inches? Fuck you. That doesn't even make sense. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to Charlie's TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a whole other fucking this shit. show. what thing. happens when you put
2: a redhead in the heat oh, of the day. I know. Oh, I, I, know. I, I
1: literally just got out of work like 45 seconds ago. So, listen. Uh, anyway. I know that it's probably hot
2: in the dealership.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah can but confirm.
2: I actually work in a factory.
1: What do you do for work?
2: I work at uh, a factory building stoves. I'm not going to say the name because no free ads. <laughs> uh, but I work building. We build the stoves on the pallet. On the pallets they get shipped. Are you talking on about wood on, stoves or like? Wood and gas. Okay. Yeah. So. If you guys hear random swooshing, there's a fucking fly that's flying
1: around all of us. This is where we, we all need the stink. video. This is where we need yeah. the video. We're all trying to fucking swat flies away because we all smell like dirty fucking pigs because so, we're all fresh out of work. Yeah. So it's it,
2: like it the, the where I work, I work building, cutting the lumber and building the pallets, cutting the lumber for the crates and building the pallets for to build the stoves on.
3: Yeah.
2: About twenty five yards from me is the powder coat booth. With a powder coat stuff. A oh, powder coat. Yeah, powder coat, and <laughs> the fucking oven is on all day.
1: So you stand next to the oven. I'm 25 yards <laughs> from
2: a powder coat booth oven, and already, it was hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock in there all day. So hotter than a witch's tit. I'll
1: tell you that. Hotter, for- than
2: in <laughs> <laughs> hotter than a nun in a cucumber patch.
1: Episode 76: Hotter than a nun in a cucumber patch. Jot that down. Jot that down.
2: Someone. Um, I thought I was going to get you with the rat.
1: Uh, no, I've heard that one a zillion times. Yeah. But none in the yeah. cucumber. I've pasture. never. That's heard a that fucking one. solid you've one. Never like, heard that. Never one? Heard no. That. Nope. <laughs> I was today years old when I heard that for the first time. What? Yeah. Uh, so do you? So you, new favorite analogy. Oh yeah, wicked. Absolutely. So, so you've done the spotting thing a time or two, right? So. Yeah,
2: and uh, I, through that, I've done a bunch. You know, I've gotten a chance to branch out a little bit. I don't right. just do for Dan. I. I did rusty this year. Let's not talk you about
1: it. D- you did rusty. I spotted for rusty you had this sex year. Sex with rusty. No. <laughs> you heard it. Uh, I, right, I stay Brad? away from twice. The reds. <laughs>
2: stay away from the Reds.
1: Hey, he's only red on the face. How do you know? Huh? You know <laughs> You're not the only one, <laughs> pal. Uh, we I, do share a shop. You know, it gets lonely in there sometimes. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so so you've done super late models. You've spotted for super late models. What What are some of the, the cool – like, have you done any of the top stuff, like Arca or anything like that? Yeah, like, Dan's done? No, no. nothing like that. So super what, late
2: models is pretty much my tap out. That's I your mean, cap? Yeah, I would. But, I, I mean, it's cool because, uh, you know, like, we went to Richmond last year, so I got the spot at Richmond and, you know, some of the other stuff. But I, I also branch out and work with other drivers when I can. Right, right. And uh, – you know like i said i did i spotted for rusty last a couple of weeks ago let's not talk about it uh <laughs> oh
1: we did when it happened don't worry
2: yeah and uh then i spotted for wyatt alexander yeah. 96 yeah Wyatt <laughs> so then uh but like probably one of the coolest things like spotting coolest things that is uh when Perry had the deal with, because uh, I don't know if people, some people don't know, but I used to co-host mainly I'm Motorsports with, with Steve. Right, right. And I... Which
1: is a good, like, follow-up to having Steve on last week, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: this this episode is not going to be nearly as good <laughs> as Andy Austin and Steve Perry back-to-back. I think it's We are on so the fun. downhill slide. <laughs> no, here. no,
0: no, no, no. So... <laughs> well, once you get to the bottom of the hill, it'll be back Charlie and I on a regular weekly show.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh so uh, but like when he had that whole deal going uh with Mike in like two thousand fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was spotting for Mike through so getting to spot for Mike Rowe. I mean, that's kinda that's cool. Pretty fucking badass actually, yeah. yeah. So and like we go to you know, we get to go to Canada. I I got some stories I could tell you. But, well, let's
1: go. That's what the show's about. Uh, so uh, maybe we'll
2: get into them in a second. <laughs> but one of the coolest things that like that I just thought of another story. <laughs> One of the coolest things that like spotting wise that happened with me was, you know, we decided Dan and our team decided we weren't going to race like a pass race at Beechridge, which is like a 125 early season thing. I think our win 50. I can't remember. But uh, so I was spotting for Mike. But at the time, Dan was running the pass sportsman stuff. So I was spotting for Dan pass sportsman stuff. So it's literally like pass sportsman race. And then I click over. And now I'm spotting for Mike. Yep. So uh, this goes. This actually goes into a story. So earlier in the day, and I knew Mike had a good car, and I knew we had a good car in the past, Sportsman. So I like told Travis Barrett. I don't know if you know Travis Barrett at all. Oh but, yeah. So I told Travis Barrett in the day I'm like, dude, I'm gonna win two fucking races today. And he goes, <laughs> What do you mean? And I go, Both of them got a good car. And lo and behold, that's what happened. Right. Uh, it's just so it was just cool, and I know like. Other guys like Steve Tapley and probably Dan have spotted multiple divisions in one. Hey. I know Steve Tapley has. He's yep. done like three in one day. You know, yep. with one guy in a mod and Bill, uh, Ben, be and another uh, guy in a Heck and Hippo. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was uh,
1: spotters will be available for that. Joey, it
2: was Joey in the past sportsman. But so uh, the the funny story to that whole thing was Steve Perry. comes up. Yeah, Steve Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Comes up and he sits down next to me. Now, while I'm spotting, I'm fucking
1: busy, okay? It's a lot I, of bench too. Let's be let's be yeah, real here. Yeah. It's a lot of bench area.
2: So <laughs> well, the past sports race gets over, and Dan and the whole all like half the crew come over, and his kids are already over there because they were too young at the time to go in the pits. So they're they're up there and there's like fucking ten laps to go, fifteen laps to go. Mm-hmm. Perry's <laughs> You can fly, just you hands hear right up my little head. that, mic. Yeah. <laughs> So sounded like Brad's vibrating. <laughs> so, oh, is it? This dancing that'd be a constant. So, uh, <clears throat> Perry's sitting next to me, we just take the lead, like ten or fifteen to go. I don't know. Mike's wheeling through frigging lap traffic, and I'm trying to navigate him, you know, because there's people like half pace, and you know, you know all the shit. So, Perry like starts whacking me. Yeah. Like hitting me, and I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm fucking busy. <laughs> and he's like, "You want some popcorn? I'm sending the kids to get some popcorn." <laughs> and
1: I'm like, I'm like, doesn't I'm even care busy. about the race, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, like, Sean McHagg runs down and gets popcorn, and comes back, and Perry's sitting there eating popcorn as we're <laughs> winning the race, you know.
1: So what are so so you've talked you talked about a couple different drivers there. So uh, I, I asked uh, Perry last week. Like what was the biggest difference between working with like a, a Kyle Bush or a Mike Rowe compared to other people? So what are some of the different things that you have to do from the spotter stand when you got Mike Rowe behind the wheel, as opposed to literally anybody else.
2: Terry's yeah, description of Mike Rowe is 100% spot on. Yeah. It's like, he's going to don't lay on him and think you're going to steal a spot from him uh-huh. because he's going to lift you the next corner. And right. it doesn't matter who's trying to talk him off the ledge.
1: So, you know, so did, you just don't have to tell him as much or you, he doesn't need as much information as someone else uh, or what? what's I, the difference? I
2: spot the same for everybody the first time they go on the track for them. And then I go to them and I'm I'm like, you know, how am I doing? Am I giving you too much? Not enough. You want you want anything different? What? Yeah. And the first time I spot it for Mike, I'm like, this is how this is how I do it for Dan. So this is how I'm going to do it tell me if you want anything different right <clears throat> he's like nope it was good if I don't want to hear you I'll shut you the fuck off <laughs> okay
1: that was Mike yeah <laughs> that seems fair so
2: it was just uh, I don't know it was you, you just got to be on your guard because Mike is we all know Mike's aggressive oh yeah but it's it's, it's because of like what Perry says but he likes to he, he doesn't like to put up with bullshit on the track either like if a guy i've seen i've seen him before i'm not going to say any names but if a guy in front of him and i was spotting for him guy two cars in front of him is is roughing roughing the guy up that's two in front of him and then mike's like screaming on the radio about it like oh look at me driving like a kyle larson (laughs) (laughs) yikes yeah yeah you get it (laughs) Don't, but, you,
0: don't need to mention any names but less than greater than we can we, we used to do right. that yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah numbers numbers yeah
2: so yeah he uh but it, he he he's just so aggressive and he's he knows what he's doing he knows what he wants so
1: he just doesn't need as much information as someone no, else would. But, so do you talk to him different than you would dan no. or no
2: i do it the same and like <clears throat> you said he goes if I don't want it, i'll tell you to shut up I'll shut you off One right too so I just did always did it the same, and I do that with everybody. Yeah, I did it with the So for you, it's
1: more of a, a relationship between you and the driver specifically. That yeah. in terms of like, hey, like, am yeah. I, is it is it too fast? Is it too slow? Do you want lube? Stuff like that. <laughs> like, is that? Is that so you just trying to get more information out of the guy uh, next time out.
2: Uh, yeah, I I I want to know. I well, a big key to people who are really dedicated to being a good spotter as far as i'm concerned and and you know derek told me this derek Nealon. yeah yeah told me this um i don't know eight ten years ago he's like start listening to yourself and i'm like what he goes just get another radio and listen to yourself while you're spotting and you can that way you can control your cadence as you're talking you know what i mean yep. so like hearing myself in these ear it's I'm used to that. Right. It makes sense to you. Yeah.
1: yeah. So a lot of like what you're talking about, I've, I've done this a couple of times too, where like, uh, for those that don't know, if you're spotty, you do have the ability to actually listen to what you are saying through the other headphones so that you know that if you're fucking screaming at them or if right. you're this, that, the other thing, because a lot of times the noise and the atmosphere kind of surrounds you in terms of like, you kind of lose track of where you're, what you're saying or what, what you're doing. And I've noticed that in the car too, where um, sometimes it gets so fucking loud in there that you can't hear yourself like if it say I'm talking back to you from the car right. I can't hear myself a lot of the time when I'm keying up the mic so I don't know if you heard me or if I'm screaming at you or this that the other thing because a lot of the times you're trying to yell just loud enough so that you can maybe hear the message that you're trying to portray which is weird when you're trying to yell and you don't know if you're actually saying anything right it is a weird sensation for sure but um, Ninety percent of the drivers, all hit the button before
2: too late. Before they start, right. they start talking. And, so, you'll get, so you will get, you know, or you'll get, get half the message. Right. Yet. Yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all bad. At I it. think
1: one of the coolest things that I, if you get someone that knows uh, what they're nice doing, nice talking to you, Brad. Yeah, yeah, I'm here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm saving my voice for the end of the show.
1: Well, I, I was, I was gonna ask him about his weekend here in a minute. <laughs> saving but, the tires. Yeah, um, we we mm-hmm. went right, oh. completely railroad tracks. Oh yeah, for crashed. sure. Um, but no, one of the coolest things that I, I've ever seen is that, like, if you listen to, like, uh, like a Kyle Bush, I guess we'll just keep using that as an example, or a Mike Rowe or something like that. They are so good at what they do that a lot of the time you can hear them. They'll key up the mic, and they'll talk just as even keel as they were as if you're sitting in their living room. But in the background, you hear the car go, bah, bah, and, like, it's just something else that they're doing, which is wild to me how they can... Just stay as even keel as that, still hit all their marks, not miss a beat, nothing like that, which is always wild to me to hear that in the background while they're still talking to someone.
2: I think that really good drivers, uh, you can tell me if you think I'm full of shit. I probably will. I I think that really good drivers, once they get going, everything slows down to them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like, and really, really good drivers, i.e. Kyle Busch, Mike Rowe, it really slows down to them. Yeah. So.
1: And when you say slow down, you mean like just everything, literally you see every action. Yeah. You see every movement. Yeah. You're almost a step ahead of everyone else because you're not going actually 100 miles an hour. Right. In, in your eyes. You're and, going just cruising and around.
2: I've, I've, I've seen that with Dan. <clears throat> yep. I've seen it with Mike, you know.
1: I think I think because of Dan's struggles lately too though, that he is one of the more underrated actual driving talents that we have in this area. We had to bring up the struggles. No Jesus. no we're going to, obviously. You have to. You can't you can't not bring it up, but I mean, Dan McKegg is one of the most prolific drivers of the Northeast. He's won Beechridge championships. He's won, you know, all this, all these past races. He's done this, that, the other thing, multiple sports sportsman championships. And Lyman's done all the same things. But, you know, the last couple of years, it's been a struggle. And obviously, it's noticeable to someone like me, especially, where Dan McKegg used to be, like, one of the guys. Right. Like, if you go to Beechridge, like, that fucking guy, he's probably going to win the race or he's going to be top five. So what, from your end of things, have you noticed that, that's been different or what, what what's missing the mark? Or do we not know and that's why? We do
2: not know, and that's why
1: that sucks. <laughs> that does suck. So
2: you're asking me to
1: give you the answer? Of what, no, no, I'm not that. I just to didn't. I didn't know if what you're a a just prick. if you notice like like if something's just totally different from what it was ten years ago. Uh, well, five well, the years air ago. temp
0: and the humidity and the, the, the you yeah. know the, the, no,
1: the earth's getting you know
0: warmer, I mean. so the tracks I mean. a little slicker. It's yeah.
2: Um, no, but yes, like. I, the the thing that i noticed the noticeable thing for us is we're all getting older yeah you know it's inevitable it'll happen to you guys you know uh trust me <laughs> um so like how old are you
1: Twenty what how old are you what, how what, old are you what
0: year is it it's 2020 t- <coughs> five 27
2: yeah how old are you
0: 24 three four 24 <laughs> just turned 24
2: I've been going in the pits at Beechridge for 31 years
1: right if so that. you've seen you've seen a thing or two you've done it a time or two <laughs> so if that if that straightens so you got are you burned out or no, you, I no? don't think we're burnt out we're just do you know each other too well do you I don't know no
2: uh, it's uh, a lot of it is a lot of it I think is just The new technology is just, you know, bump stops, bump springs, that type stuff. is.
1: Which even a super late model 10 10 years ago is pretty different from what it is now. Yeah,
2: it's just... If you're not playing with a full deck all the time, then you're not playing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and... Definitely, the last... uh, this last year, this, this year, I mean, we we just built a brand new car. Right. And our intent was six or eight races. Yep. Just travel around, have fun, you know, just go have fun. Like, we still had fun, even though we ran, like, third to last at Oxford the other night. We literally went there to hopefully do good, but it was more of a test than anything. Right. And, but now, like... I mean, a couple of different people have commented on the fire you see in Dan because his kids racing now.
1: Well, I was just going to bring that up is that, you know, when I was younger, Dan, like I said, Dan McKeg was one of the guys or if not the guy that day at any given point, whether it was a passportsman race, super late model race, didn't matter. Dan was going to be up front. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, you could see it that there was just something that much different about him to where that's why he was that, that much better. And the last few years, I've seen him almost be, like I said, kind of burned out. Like, you know, I, I, I pay attention to, like, uh, small things. And I see him get out of the car. And he's frustrated, obviously, you know, the last few years. And ever since Dan started racing or when you guys had, you know, Garrett put in that, that other car, it, it seems like it, like uh, Steve even said it last week. Like, he's got, like, that extra spring in his step again. Yeah. You know, you know Dan Jr. is racing. And he's almost more excited about that than he is racing himself, Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. Definitely is. So,
2: I, I, I don't think that's even a question.
1: Yeah. So is is he trying to move him up? You think or what? Uh, Dan, the...
2: Dan Junior, yeah, <clears throat> not too fast. No, you know. So
1: I... he's smarter than most people. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Dan McKay. Come on, right? So uh, he uh, he honestly, um,
1: how do you think Dan's doing? So little Dan's doing oh, so he's far doing phenomenal. Yeah, come on. Oh, I know. I just want your opinion. I mean, yeah.
2: I don't. That's to- why you're on the show.
1: I don't want to toot my own horn. You're
2: gonna. I'm going to say this. Yeah. If his other son, Sean, Uh Sean is not racing because Sean doesn't want to race. Yep. That's Sean's decision. Sean wants to hang out. Sean's a
1: big boy. He can make that decision.
2: Yeah. You know, they're both, they're going to be 16 in like September 10th or something like that. This is, this is another thing for me because I held both of those kids in the hospital. I remember when they were born. Yeah.
1: And I'm not that old. Yeah. So,
2: um, he, uh, Sean decided he didn't want to race. Sean could do it. I mean they spent a little time racing go-karts but Sean didn't suck when he
1: he did, did the little the, bit that he did. Right, yeah. and the Wiz Kids, he yeah.
2: was really good in the Wiz Kids. He actually won more than little Dan did. Yeah. So <clears throat> Sean needs to bring his confidence up. That's all he needs yeah. as far as a driver if he wants to drive. On the same token, uh
1: Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Brad. Hello, but... <laughs> Miller Lite. It's good to see you. <laughs> oh, God. I almost knocked my fucking mic over. Jesus, if
0: you're going to knock the mic over, wait till the fucking fly flies by. So we try to get it. They're running fucking hot laps around
1: here. There's at least three of them. <clears throat> uh, so what does little Dan have to do?
2: So, uh, like, when they started racing, even racing go-karts, yeah. like, uh, it's it's little Dan. Okay. I'm. I'm not gonna go any more into Sean, other than to say, the last couple years at Beechridge, the since they've been able to go in the pits or yep. whatever, I have like a whole another setup for like a spotter or whatever. Yeah, and I set Sean up, and Sean was spotting Fidan for, for practice.
1: Big or little Dan. Big Dan. Big Dan. Dan. Yeah.
2: The like like the last couple years.
1: Oh really? And I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. During practice, I. That's got to be cool for them though. So
2: I'm like teaching him how to do that. Yeah. And. I would just, you know, he. I made him, like, listen to me, and then he did, started doing it, told him, and he goes through the motions and telling how far cars are back, and, you know, cars are coming out of the pits, whatever, you know? So, uh, so he's been, like, and he's good at that, yeah. and when he grabs a hold of that, and little Dan gets to the point where, like, I think right now Sean has bought a race for somebody. Really? Like a super late model race, yep. I think he's good enough to. I do mean, that. they've been around it long enough. Yeah, I... like he just needs the confidence. Yep. Uh I love them both the same. Right. So it's it's like it's hard for me. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> he could do he could do that. The day that little Dan is in a car full time, yep. that he can have a spotter full time, and Sean's his spotter. Those two motherfuckers were in the womb together.
1: You don't get any closer than that. They know what each other wants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, like I the, never really thought about that. That's... The,
2: the best thing, the best thing that I saw in the last two weeks was two weeks ago when little Dan, cause he was going to start the whole Beatrice season yep. and he like Tuesday of the first week, Saturday, he had his appendix burst. So he had to have his appendix out. So he had to sit out the first week, which right. he was completely pissed off about. So, it's just, I think of different things. I'm and I'm. So, uh, last two weeks ago, he made his first start at Beatridge, and he ran respectable. You know, yep. for the first time in a Wildcat, he started wherever, mid-pack or whatever, and he raced mid-pack, and raced with the guys, maybe a little more experience. He could have had a, you know, he finished six. He, he didn't flounder. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: He had the line out of the gate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Dan beating into his head you know you can come up a little bit you come up like actually in the heat two weeks ago he hits the wall yeah he's scraped I and he scraped it nothing major and he comes in and dan's like so you know how i've been telling you you need to take that extra eight inches well now you need to give four back <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so i mean just that type of stuff but like he did he did phenomenal i mean yep. he can't you can't ask i mean i was spotting for him right so i was helping him but the, probably the best thing that I saw out of that whole thing, it wasn't even the fact that he finished sixth. was like every time I look down, because he's coming out of two down the backstretch, every time I look down, Sean's on the fence fucking fist pumping. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know. So he's like number one cheerleader all, all rated. Right so so you're
1: more invested in it, obviously, with them. Yeah. You, I mean, you've seen them since I mean, they were and, babies. And Garrett. I right. mean. Uh, so so- – So I'm going to go back a little bit then. You've worked with a micro. You've worked with Dan McKay. You've worked with all these other people. Do do you have kids of your own that you're aware of? No. No. Okay. So I know I don't. My (laughs) uncle
2: gave me a hot tip years ago. Oh, there you go. I'm
1: not sharing it on the show. (laughs) I'll tell you after if you want to hear it. I mean, you could. I mean, I'm sure we've said worse. Oh, I could say it. I just don't (laughs) want to. (laughs) <laughs> so, so you've worked with a micro, you've worked with a Dan McKay. What's the difference with with you personally working with somebody like that as opposed to Little Dan or Sean? Um, the, what's the 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 key difference for you? Because like like Perry talked about when he's working with Alicia, you know he he's been with her every step of the way. You know what I mean? So is it is it something like that? Or I think
2: like working, you know, you go even with Dan. I mean, Dan, I'm um, like systematic, spot on. That's I, I know my role. Mm-hmm. Uh, micro same thing you know he's he's the goods so you better be the goods if you're gonna spot for him
1: so you have to elevate your level up to you him. just yeah you just so what's the difference with you don't be a,
2: you th- you gotta be um i think uh, some of the stuff with like little dan is like helping him with his line and stuff like that and and saying okay you gotta get up there and fill that hole and be on those guys bumper on the restart don't give yourself a car length in between get right up there get up tight you know so just stuff like that you know and keep him you know you know in a limited or in a um in a wildcat or limited or something like that you're you know street stock you're you you get a little sideways in the corner and you lose you know a quarter of a quarter of a lap. Right you get a little sideways in a pro stock you lose a lap and a half right so you gotta you gotta stay up on the wheel if you get sideways it's like earlier on when you know because we practiced him quite a bit before before we went um he would go a little sideways in the corner or something like that and then he's trying to he'd catch the car but then he's like whoa you know he have that funny, fuzzy feeling in his nuts, you know? Right, <laughs> yeah. So you got to get on him. Hey, you got to yeah. go, got to go, got to go, you right. know? So yeah. don't worry
1: about it, don't worry about it. Right, yeah. shake
2: it off, let's go, so. Interesting. Uh, I think that, same thing, like Garrett early on, same type of thing, yeah. you know?
1: we. I use, mean, they're still learning, they're still yeah. 16, 17, whatever they are, so. Right. I remember how much of a weapon I was at that age, well, so they're doing fine.
2: Garrett's 18, he just graduated. <laughs> oh, but. shit, All
1: Right. well yeah, you get it. <laughs> so, uh, Bradley, it uh, seems as though you've had a little bit of time to rest your voice up here. Uh how was your weekend, kid? Um Well we did the same thing for
0: the whole Most weekend. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Except for Friday. Um <clears throat> huh. Uh so yeah, Saturday, White Mountain. I uh, got up got up bright and early and uh headed down to Loudoun, a place called Bean Field. Um it's some guy's backyard and he allows people to camp in it. Uh Kevin Oliver messaged me and was just like, "Hey, you know, I got this guy that I know. Um he's going to let us camp. You know, I'm going to be there at 12 12 1 whatever it was." And so I'm I'm about I don't know 20 minutes, 30 minutes outside and, and I, my plan is to meet Kevin and drive to this place because Kevin knows this guy and I don't and I'm very much not a, "Hey, I'm going to show up to someone's house that I don't know" type of person. <laughs> um, you know, people have guns and stuff, so uh, we're about twenty minutes out and Kevin goes, Oh, by the way, I'm not gonna be there till like two two thirty. Well, that's two and a half hours from now, so I'm not gonna just sit somewhere for two and a half hours. Um I'm so in so, the predicament where you actually have to show up at some So now house. I have to do my least favorite thing in the world and go introduce myself to someone that I don't know. Um and so I drive right past the place and I see a bunch of campers and I'm like, Okay, so that looks somewhat inviting. Cause I was expecting literally just like there's this guy's house, he has a backyard, we're gonna be the only ones there. <laughs> And, you know, I feel very weird just pulling down someone's driveway like, hey, how you doing? All nice right. to meet you. Uh, over there is fine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so Kevin gives me his number and I call him. Guy's name's Kim. Wicked nice guy. Wait. Yeah. What? I thought it was going to. I thought he. Wait, I thought Kevin. Yeah, Guy's name yes. is Kim? I thought Kevin mistyped I've because I knew I knew Kevin was on his way down. And so, I'm like, oh, Kevin's driving. Right. He, he must have meant Tim or Jim or Slim or, you know. Not Kim, Bim. I don't know yeah. <laughs> something. Literally anything. We do know a
1: Bim. Bim. We do know Jim a Bim.
0: Bim. Yeah, Jim Bim. Shout out to Jim Bim. <laughs> so I, I, I expected him to just you know have him misspoken, and and Kevin wasn't responding immediately like I needed him to. So I'm like I'm just gonna call this guy's number he just gave me and just say, Hey, is this Kim? And you know maybe I'm gonna get verbally punched in the nose <laughs> or what? I don't know. So I called him like Hey, is this Kim? And he's like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You looking at camp? Fuck yeah. And he's like, Where where are you at? And I'm like, I think I'm in your driveway. And he's like, Oh yeah, come right down. I'm in a gator. Just whatever showed up, just gave him some money and he's like, Yeah, just you know, pitch up wherever. It was wide open field, um, and you know, just a bunch of people there that are really laid back, just hanging out. So that was cool. We set up shop and sat down for about a half an hour, had a beer or two, and uh, then made our way to White Mountain, um, where we ended up meeting up with you,
1: playing a bit of cornhole in the parking lot, trying Which, to get stickers to See now when he says cornhole, we fucking dick stomped. Okay. Oh yeah. In two games. Yeah. Our score was forty-two to one.
0: I'm good at one thing, and that's not podcasting. It's uh, cornhole. That's literally the only thing in the world that I found out that I'm actually like I'm, <laughs> I feel confident in. Um, I'm so. pretty
1: hit or miss when it comes to the cornhole boards. Yes. <laughs> yes. Say it. You can't not say it. Cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So White 40, Mountain,
0: forty-two to one.
1: White Mountain Motorsport Spark was a time i lost okay. one game of cornhole this entire Listen, weekend probably played like right. 16 or 17 I'm, gonna,
0: I'm jumping in i'm jumping in. and it was fucky, last fucky night in, in the dark <laughs> fucking <Huh>? cornhole
2: <laughs> what are you jumping in for let's hear it i know that you just love the modifords oh yeah Oh yeah, Wicked. yeah absolutely okay. so i'm gonna say this right now white mountain modiford race there's probably a good race okay you have been to Stafford? Never. Never I have. Never. In
0: fact, right as we started recording, I got a picture, uh, Instagram DM from Matt Swanson of his car for Stafford this Friday saying he was going to throw a BFP sticker on it. And I'm very upset that I'm going to Lernerville. Um, (laughs) So I might be rescheduling. I don't know. Kind of have a whole trip planned out already. But I'm going to go out of my way to get to Stafford at some point. um,
2: Well, like, I'm going to tell I'm just going to say this, okay. Stafford the sk's at stafford is the best fucking racing you will see in new england he seems pretty confident in that he does Bar seem very confident <laughs> there's when no hesitation I have Friday, there. like when Beecher's schedule changed up yep. a couple of years ago and we had like every third fucking week off right our, well my uh my lady her brother um cuz he's older than we are so right. we're these we're, we're talking old people not because I'm not young. Um, her brother lives in Enfield, which is like literally like the town over or whatever. Yeah. And um, so we can stay there for free. Oof.
1: Can't beat free. Good to know. Yeah. And
2: Good so we to go know. to... Old, Do they have a backyard that they we, allow tents in? We go to old Uncle Bert's. Or? And he... I don't know. He, he might have a fucking room. I don't know. <laughs> so we go to old Uncle Bert's. And unload our shit drive 20 minutes back to stafford watch some racing go
1: back you hear this Brad? make a little you weekend hear this? out of it
2: i'm hearing it i'm hearing it. it's listen i took her she grew up in
1: connecticut i mean probably had no idea there was
2: a race granted part. she was she was like four or five towns over or whatever from that area but uh she'd never been to stafford until i took her oh like Oof she like you've heard of riverside park yeah i'm mad because i never got to go to riverside park before they closed it down it, do you know about riverside park i've heard of it but okay riverside park it it's where like six flags is or whatever that yeah. was yeah. is what a, but the racetrack was at the this it was like a racetrack at fun town basically oh that's pretty wild so there's like a roller coaster it. in the background and a ferris wheel and all that shit and yeah uh, i that
1: sounds fucking sick it the, the river
2: it was like right on the, off the backstretch it was just some balls out racing that that's the so she went to riverside park like to the park yeah and yeah. i don't know if she ever went to the races but she was never a race hound until you know me basically but uh so we go to stafford sk's yeah. They got like twenty-seven of them. Oh yeah, I know. And they fucking scratch and claw. Yeah, the car counts.
0: Laps. The car counts seem incredible. Obviously, I've never been, but we have we have Until a bunch of friends of the program down there that send I'm pictures in.
2: Remind me after because I have a video on my phone of the beginning of the spring says from a couple years ago. Yep. And it it's sh- gonna get you right like this. Oh, you're oh, gonna yeah. be no. <laughs> I'm right like that. Yeah. The table's gonna tip over. Right now. <laughs> it's, it's gonna
0: be teetering uh, on each <laughs> each uh, side on your deck. Yeah. Oh, us, us three. <laughs> yeah, probably. That the Mine's second, that my big. second, mine either, <laughs> my
2: second rise to the occasion. Yeah, is uh, because like a few years ago, Garrett, um, you know, we'd just take him and my girlfriend's youngest, and we every year we would take off and go. Like, I took them all three to Stafford for the first time, and then a couple years ago, we said, Oh, fuck, we're not racing, let's go to Oswego to a Mr. Novalis 50, the big block supers, no wings. And auto city dick stomp them, and when they came down for the green the first time, the big those that line of big blocks. You pitched to ten. Or oh, I, I'm underneath because at Oswego it's like this uh, covered grandstand, old yep. school like covered grandstand, and yep. there's like chicken wire fence up to like stop the shit from flying at you, and uh that poor old lady in front of me, <laughs> she could have combed her hair. Up. <laughs> <laughs> It, was, oh, oh, it was so awesome. Yeah. I, I like I have a video of that. So fucking badass. Her combing her hair. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: sure. yeah. so so yeah, we went to White Mountain, ground pounders, uh I mean, I was gonna say you can't beat it, but I guess you can. Got to go to Stafford. We try. I tried to. I. I you I don't. Get... I work Friday night, so it's tough. So I took a Friday night off specifically to go to Stafford, and I have to like have time in two weeks in advance. I want
2: to go with you when you go to Stafford. How's that?
0: That sounds Sold. sounds good. Sold. We can we can plan that out because the minute Matt said that I need to get down for a race, I looked up their schedule. So the, when we when we're done recording this, I'm gonna go to my calendar and pencil in a Stafford date, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be sick that day too. Um, but yeah, White Mountain time. What a time.
1: We got oh, there yeah. Two and a, two and a half hours, three great. hours early. Yeah, I mean, they did great. White Mountain is like I've been to a lot of places. White Mountain is one of my top three favorite racetracks on the planet. Been a Thunder Road? I, I have. I have. Is that one of your top three? No. Why? That's Why? That is that is my top one that I've know. been to. I just, so. I like White Mountain. I love that place. I don't know what it is about it. It's, the, it's just you're in the middle of the mountains. You see it in the background. The train goes by. Dan acts like he's on the TISM. It's great, and and I you know, can't see the triangle. Back. I've never really seen a bad <sighs> race at White Mountain. I really haven't. And I, I've only been to Thunder race, Road once. Thunder Road. Uh, the thing I love about Thunder Road is that the alternative seating, that is key.
2: When it, did you go to Thunder Road? Before, or after they put the wall up? I'm assuming after. Yeah, I think it was after. It was last after. Okay. So, so after. they got the wall down the backstretch. Yeah. Do they have a wall in top of turn one and two? Yes, which apparently yeah, okay. is new. They do now. The new. wall. Yeah. That they had at Thunder Road, yes. okay, you know, you know the Widowmaker down the front stretch, yes, that was it.
0: Yikes, that was it. When I first went, this was must have been two years ago. There wasn't a wall in turns one and two, I believe, right? There should there. Should, I'm, I'm I've been pretty told sure I'm remembering. If, I've that been told
1: correctly. it used to be if you missed turns three and four. You ended, you ended up, up the down the hill into the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's an like, incredible literally video. hit could've, people's could've, cars in the parking lot. There's out, like an that incredible that video
2: that I saw of someone just launching it off of Turn 3.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but the first time I ever went, I've been there like probably three or four times now. Um Wait, did you
2: guys know that, that that hill in Turn 3 is called Bud Hill? Bud? It's called Bud Hill because that's where people go and drink the fucking buds. Oh, I thought you were Love say it. something about weed. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, no.
0: are we supposed to be saying, are we going to get shot after <laughs> no. saying this? They, right. but,
2: I've been there. It's BYOB we, up we there. We went there when... When I was a kid on family vacations, we would go there. We'd go to Bear Ridge, the dirt track in Vermont. Yeah. And, uh, I've literally been there for like big races and seen people sitting in the fucking trees. <laughs> That's not funny. even kidding. Love it. Yeah.
1: We, we went for the belt. Pole and that was the only time. Uh, been. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: I love that event. First time I went there though, there was like a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was a flying tiger, but one of the support divisions there. Cause we went for the pass race. Um, and I think ACT was there too. Whatever. Um, one of the t- one of the cars went into turn one and their right front came off, and rocketed over like their little tech shack, or bounced and then went over the tech shack, bounced again, and we're watching this. And like I've seen Final Destination, so I thought bad <laughs> things were gonna happen. And I'm I, I shit you not, it missed Ben Rowe's whole crew by like maybe ten feet and went over their head and into the woods. And I'm sitting here like I'm gonna watch. A homicide like this is <laughs> this is not going to be good at least, homicide. at least one person so, is going to perish
2: i'm going to date myself again so in 2000 well, i actually started helping dan 2002 full-time but in 2001 i spent a season on bush north with dale shaw Okay. Yeah. So we are at Thunder Road. Uh, side note, we wanted Dover, so I actually got to shake that huge bottle of champagne and fucking spray everybody. That's pretty and, dope. Oh, it was so <laughs> fucking badass. I had the frosted tips. The <laughs> now I got no hair. So uh, same time frame, like down off of the top of Turn One and Two. They, that, that entry road, they used to park all like the bush north haulers, and you know they had all the stackers and stuff. Right. So instead of like walking back and forth, because we're just like support crew at this time, we just climbed up and stood on the top deck and looked over the top of one and two. Could see the track. Now you'd miss them when they go down into one and two. They go down the back stretch and stuff. So, uh, we're st- we're st- on top of the hauler, and here comes fucking Brad Layton off the top of one, and the car's like. Spinning, I, propeller style. Like yeah. it's not rolling, but it's like front to tail nope, yep. spinning, and it's like, and like fifty yards, air underneath it, <laughs> and then just lands. I mean, it was wild. We're like, whoa, you know. <laughs> uh, also, where uh, oh, I got so many stories. Uh, yeah, no, it, you can,
1: you can. Yeah, you no, can go. No going to stop you by any means uh but anyway going back to uh white mountain uh the modified race um we had talked to matt swanson so currently driving old blue number three ma yep. okay uh Lots kind of, of a big that 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 car is fucking cool like if we're gonna talk about this here in a second but if you read up on the history of that thing that's that's a wild story um, i need to learn
0: so, how to read and then i'm gonna start reading that so
1: so matt swanson um driver of the three ma uh Says, hey, you know, get me some stickers, and we'll see what we can do if we can get on the NASCAR wheel and modified. I'm like, that's pretty fucking badass. So we get up there, we try to get him stickers. Had a little bit of a process getting him stickers to a couple people, uh, but Swanson, we ended up getting to him, and we end up giving him to Seth or Fat Derek, if you will. And we were told via Fat Derek that Swanson told him he's like, yeah, I don't typically put stickers on day of because it's just bad juju. We're like, yeah, we get that. It's that whatever. makes sense. Makes sense. So anyway we go out we watch the modified race and he's fucking he's doing pretty not the worst ever and you know we're getting five to go fuck that guy the motherfucker's in third like that's pretty that let's go like fucking let's do it anyway he comes up p3 and we're like that's fucking badass so we go out there and he's out on the front stretch there for victory lane well we weren't really paying attention apparently so we're hanging off the the front stretch uh, fence there with some stickers in my hand and I go, "Hey Swanson, can we put him on now? Sign these." Sorry, I can't yell. And he he <laughs> walks around the car and he slaps the side of the door. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker. He had him on the whole time." So anyway, the NBC Sports ne- wow. Network wow. NBC Sports Network is on scene. He's getting an interview. And for the first time ever, the Black Flag podcast gets a shout out on the NBC Sports Network and the crowd went I've never felt more popular, even though he was the
0: one that did the thing, than when we were like standing down there, and I think it, because I was up top, and and we weren't all like going nuts when he said that. Well, everyone was going nuts when he said it over the little thing. But while everyone was still in their seats right after the race concluded, and he came around and slapped the car, everyone behind us also saw that and we turned around and threw our hands up and then the whole entire grandstand section keep in mind we know probably like 15 of these people (laughs) but there's like 50 at least in that section that like had just heard us yelling for certain people and then started cheering with us and you know we're all we're all rolling deep with the same exact t-shirt on and so you know whatever we finally got like a whole crowd of people and we turned around and like to hype the crowd up which threw our hands up and then everyone stood up and started going nuts and we're like yeah we made it we made
1: (laughs) It 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 was pretty fucking cool uh, but going off of that, too, though, they had their the mullets and the pawn
2: stashes. Right? I know, it's I like know, a yeah. 1980s movie. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, when we show up at the racetrack, people fucking know we're there. Yes. That's, well, it's because that's it's usually
2: heat. sunny out and you look like a ghost. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. doesn't matter how it happens. It's just that it does
1: happen. You look uh, like
2: a ghost till the end of the day when you look like a lot. I don't know. I wore a
1: tank top at Laden yesterday, and I have the wickedest of cloud burns. I'll tell you that. Like, cloud it, burns. the sun was never out yesterday, and I am... Fucking cherry red right now. Probably a little acid rain burn uh, or whatever. Anyway, af- after the, the old Modiford race, though, we had the old Flying Tigers. And uh, that was a process, getting old uh, Ben Belanger. Bellinger. Belanger. Ballinger. Be- Belanger. Be- Belanger. 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 Belangois. Belanger. <laughs> Benjamin ben-
2: Belangois. Yes. <laughs> he my favorite.
1: It uh, was he, he was a 99. Caleb uh,
0: Rogers Caleb Rogers that kid asked me for stickers I sent him them in the mail I had no idea that we made it on his car Did I think he won or finished second in oh. the Flying Tigers race or something I don't uh, know what, I don't even the know the kid that like
1: came home from like yeah, the army for like or whatever for like a day and then won a race and then is going back
0: yeah he had a sticker on and we <laughs> thank just thank you for your service it, but, yeah. yeah what, Greg said. what uh, Greg said
1: anyway so we, we get Ben Belangois Belangois ben- Bel- uh, some stickers. Cause, <sighs> so, so we're told. Yeah, I'm at the pit gate. So to us normal folk, that means you go to the back stretch at White Mountain, because that's where you roll into the pit gate. So you know, you get...
0: tend to think that the NASCAR whole wheel and modifier's would be on the paved pit area. God no. That apparently wasn't the case. Um, so out in the dirt was a lot of the, the NASCAR whole wheel and modifier's and the support
1: division. And we're trying and to find else's sh- the shit boxes where this uh Benjamin ballinger
2: meet me at the bathroom that's what i would have said
1: well a- anyway so we go all the way around to the backstretch. stretch he's like oh yikes guy that's like a three bear walk I- i'm just right like two stalls down from the bathroom <laughs> i'm like you mean the bathroom that i was literally like right next to like two seconds ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm so sorry man if, if you want to come over here i'll take him then all right <laughs> so, so now we walk all the way back around the racetrack and we go to the, the front stretch. We sobered up by the time we got and there. And we so. get to the actual like pit where they open up the fence for like if you have to use the parking lot as part of the pit area. And we're standing there and we're standing there and we're standing there. And I don't know what this kid looks like or what his car looks like or anything like that. But Brad's like, I'm pretty sure it's a 99. I was like, all right, if you say so, kid. So we're standing at this gate, and I don't see anything even close to a 99. But anyway, Trent Goodrow is standing right there. So we ended up talking to him, and we, he, we already saw that we were on the right side B-pillar of his car. And then we're like, hey, fuck it. Hey, kid, take this other one and put it on the left side. So we doubled down on the 31 late model. Uh, at this point, I have given up trying to find Benjamin Ballinjoie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we go over to the front stretch, and we finally start sitting there. And finally, Fat Derek takes it upon himself to take these stickers from us and go back over to uh Mister. Who's Fat Derek again? Uh, Seth Drown.
2: Why do you call him Fat Derek?
1: Cause his, his brother's, brother's name is Seth. Derek. Okay, and, and we call we call Derek Skinny Seth. <laughs> we were <and> we <laughs> call Seth
0: Fat Derek. <laughs> we were kind of we were kind of unaware of Seth's brother's name for a, a week or two, and then so we just call started calling him Skinny Seth. Right, and then eventually Seth
1: just became Fat Derek. Right. So yeah, <laughs> so you get it. Yep. Uh, anyway, so finally, tigers I love come that, out. I
2: love that every, we can make. F- this little yeah. triad that we have right here, <laughs> fat. we can make fun of anybody. Yeah, because yeah. nobody else is in the room with us. Right. Fat, like, fat
1: Derek was our PR guy on Saturday. Let's just say I'll that. Oh, like <sighs> it. Anyway, so short story long. Uh, so that's a good guy. Very, very good. Benjamin Berger-Belland-Jwa goes out and gets P3. So now we are we got two trophies on the night. So uh, we go down there, we start doing the hooting and hollering and stuff like that. But th- this time, the crowd is much quieter. And then what like what Brad was talking about, I've never felt more empowered than when I turned around. And I looked at the entire crowd and said, that's it? And then they went wild again. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fucking better. Let's go. Uh, and then Trent Goodrow went from like 400th to like 6th, I think. Yeah. In yeah, the late Mauler He started race.
0: like basically last So P6. Like,
1: so congratulations <clears throat> to uh, Matt Swanson, P3 uh ben ben, ben ben Ballinger, Belen, him too. Ballinger, all of them. Belanger. <laughs> <laughs> Belanger, Ben Belanger, Caleb Rogers. I don't uh, know where he finished. Or I think what he, he was. He driving. was the thirty-seven. But congrats! I think, the, I think he won. Congrats on your win. Uh, and congratulations to Trent Goodrow for finishing uh, sixth. I guess it was. Uh, that being said, uh, after the races though, I found out that White Mountain. Oh yes. One, one last thing. You while you were down
0: trying to give Ben Belanger that his Belanger. stickers right at the fence, I was having this neat little game playing with the uh, the crowd there that uh, apparently all liked us. Where um, and actually it just started by me being belligerent. Where you know shocker, Trent Goodrow walks by. Oh, once. Yeah, I forgot about this. There are, all the Modifords are in staging right now, so like we're all there's like a 15 minute delay. We're kind of just standing there. Or, uh, everyone's just standing there doing whatever before driver intros even started. And Trent walks by, and I stand up. And give him, give him a, a, you know, a standing all. I'm like, yeah, I had a baby Trent. Which is why my voice is now not uh, existent. Or like barely existent. So I'm like, I had a baby Trent. Hey, hey, let's go Trent. And then, and I was just a joke. Just, you know, because uh, whatever. And then he walks by the next time. And I turn around to everyone that's with us. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Here, he's, here he comes. He's coming again. He's coming again. And then we had like probably 10 or 15 people just up cheering. Hey, 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 had a boy Trent. And then. The next time he walked by, he walked by three or four times. He probably should have taken the scenic route out back or something. I think he might have <laughs> the last one because we only saw him three times. And he had to do four to get back to his car before his race. But uh, the next time we had, like, the entire section, like, like half of <laughs> Every time that fly lands on the mic, they're not going to be able to hear it over the actual show. But it's so, like, loud Inadical. in the head. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but... At the, the third time that Trent walked by, the whole entire section we had kids yelling, we we had dogs barking. It, I, we didn't know any of the people down in front of honestly, us, and we're though, all going nuts. Honestly,
2: don't kids ruin a good time? Yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. especially other people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids. right. Uh, so, so going uh, back to what you were saying.
3: Oh
0: yeah. No, you,
2: so you, I, I have an idea.
0: Okay, sold. Mm.
2: You guys like you invest in your swag. Which I don't have any because I haven't seen any fucking 4X shit. But
1: anywho. will talk to to be, to be fair, that's a lot of material. Like, I know it's, it, a, it's a lot of material. I put purchase. it on every day. It's a special purchase, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you one. Don't worry.
2: Anywho. <laughs> give me one of the old ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> being picky now. No, listen. <laughs> so, because uh, you guys do swag and stuff. Just tell me to get closer yeah, to the mic, Charlie. Get jolly. closer to the mic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tries to jam it into my channel. Uh, the mic, oh, that didn't the, sound right. The mic, too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say he didn't even buy you dinner first. I redheads. he used
1: to give you one, a white one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that means Miller Lite for those listening. At all.
2: Oh, or does it? Anywho. Uh,. So this gave me an idea if you guys are going to go be, uh, you know, rock star DJs and stuff and have crowds. Just that one you, Saturday. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happened, but it's going to happen more and more because now you've talked about it. So what that. you need to have is like those big fucking hand things that you're shaking. They're clappers oh, yeah. or whatever. The cowbells. Same, I want... Cowbells, BF, BFP, the clappers. I want one of those. Uh... Who wants to clap?
1: I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's incredible Gonna yeah. have to invest Yes uh, One thing I do want though Is like foam fingers But it's the middle finger uh, Which <laughs> is a BFD <laughs> logo on it All in on that Yeah um, One finger saloon Anyway Trent so you need special
2: those, You need those hats With the little hands That you pull the <laughs> string yeah. And they clap It's just a
0: propeller <laughs> That's all um, Mini megaphones that you can sneak in In like the bottom of your bag <laughs> Uh, Who
2: wants some of the swag?
1: Uh, anyway. <laughs> Let's see them,
2: ladies. <laughs> uh,
1: so I've been uh, to the, the White Mountain. Who Jeez wants the clap? Christ. We got the clap. <laughs> Get hey. you gambling here, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another thing. Every time we go to a racetrack now, Bradley, because he's a degenerate, has to have a, a race pool because he can't.
0: Before I started and decided to do a race pool on Saturday, Greg messaged me saying, are we doing a race pool? Right. So he started
1: it. <laughs> So you two are degenerates. Yes. and can't go one fucking single horrible. Saturday night like thirty-five lap race without betting something. On no, it. and that's where you're so, wrong because that, I don't bet. It,
0: I don't bet on regular Saturday night shows. We only do like ACTs in town, passes in town. You're yelling. Like, All right, keep, no, let's anyway. let's of herds. can't
2: I, do anything. I've been, I was asked last. I weekend, do have a gambling problem. I will. Brad just won't admit it yet. That, I, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I love the casino. <laughs> I well, I'll go in there with fucking five hundred dollars and I'll walk out with zero and be so mad at myself. And my girlfriend would be like, It's okay, I'll I buy know. you dinner, you know. <laughs> but then he'll so, do it again. Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't go right now 'cause I'm not I cannot deal like I think we can say our own opinion. I oh, think yeah, I can. think COVID is a bunch of horseshit. Anyway. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you get so, it. So like I'm not gonna go stand in line to go into the Oxford casino. It's not worth going in there, no. like if there isn't a line. I would rather go spend a hundred dollars on scratch tickets. All right. Or something, you know. So anyway, so I am a degenerate, but like not that. So I'll (laughs) I'll give you my first race gambling story, which kind of got me hooked on race gambling. When I was um, 11 years old, I went to, uh, I believe it was the Oxford 250 with my father and some friends. And we sat in the grandstands. And they all decided, hey, let's buck in. Let's do a dollar pool. Dollar bets. So, you know, everybody puts a buck in. You pick a car or whatever. Well, I'm probably not your average kid growing up. I'm assuming you were the same way. You were, like, all in on racing. And you knew who everybody was. Yeah. Yeah. So I know who people are, but not as good as maybe them. Yeah but I'm also sitting there at 11 years old with a stopwatch time and fucking practices. Yeah. I was going right? to say
0: that's before the days of just pulling up race monitors and seeing yeah. how fast people yeah, are. Like I'm like,
2: yeah, I'm pretty good on the old fashioned watch too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> no. not even kidding. I amazed Bruce Zelda one time <laughs> when Bush North used to be at Beatridge. I was within hundreds on their fucking live time. No shit. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm timing and stuff like that. And, and this was when Dave Dion was. It was 1985. Yep. He ended up winning, but he he he, he wasn't having the greatest of times. I don't believe because all the or maybe they just were all Chevy guys. I don't know. <laughs> but they, but the, it, so Dion, I, I actually thought he had a, you know a good car. Mm-hmm. So I'm like and, and plus I'm 11. I'm like I'm am gonna take the fucking orange car. You know. <laughs> right. So I take Dave Dion. I win. Hooked. <laughs> fucking gambler. Hooked. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> won 12 bucks. <laughs> oh,
0: it's
1: the best $12 oh, you've, you've won. Let's go. Let's go to the casino <laughs> so, before it existed. Yeah. What did that buy back in 1937? It was 85. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> That's like, you can fill your car up, I bet, right? I didn't have a car I was yeah. 11 so you Hello. could borrow somebody's car up you could buy a matchbox car I Ooh. probably did
2: I, I, my father probably took it from
1: me <laughs> little bastard give me that so um, uh, not to get
2: off track because oh uh, we're already there I I want to tell you and this is part of my story you don't even know so um, I want to tell you that lake and I don't I don't want to be sappy but I'm going to probably let's be do sappy do it let's go So, I think it's really fucking cool the shit you did for your dad this year. Because you know I'm friends with your dad anyway. And your dad, who I call Charlie's dad. Right. And he calls me Dan's bitch. (laughs) Right. So, so,
1: it's not lying. (laughs) Both are right.
2: (laughs) So, I I think it's really cool uh, the stuff that you did for your dad this year. Yeah. Um, I lost my dad when I was 19. Okay, yeah. So, uh, and he... Like that was the whole racing for me, yeah, so like, how important is racing to you? It, everybody has different levels, you know, like me, I have tales of you know, my dad died when I was nineteen. they were on a my family was on a family camping trip. I'm nineteen, so I'm actually working at the time so right. I didn't go so they end up they were up country they bring bring him back whatever you know the whole night so like everybody's back whatever it's all fucking sad somber his friends are all over my house you got fucking grown men crying and stuff i looked at my mom i'm like i'm out she goes what do you mean i'm like i'm going on the races fucking i can't deal with this yeah so i go to the racetrack and then i gotta tell all these people that know him right for years what the fuck happened so uh just to give you like background, I'm not trying to get into it. No, that. I, this is what it's about. So, it. so this is like, my whole like growing up was like, a. I was almost made to who I am Yeah. by my dad and my uncle. I'm eight years old. And they handed me stock out racing, fucking grilling me on what that part is, what that part is. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is all stupid stuff yeah. to most people. So I know all this stuff. So then my dad dies. I had this plan. I was going to school. I went to Wyoming Tech for, like, collision refinishing, stuff like that. I was actually working in a body shop when this all happened. But um, so my plan was to use that as my gateway into racing down south. Because at that time is when they were – before they were starting to get into the Twisted Sisters and all that stuff. But they were still doing – body work and stuff like that. That was kind of our plan. Well then he dies when I'm 19. I don't feel like I can leave my mom and my sister. Probably could have. My sister's way more intelligent than I am. Yeah. Like she's so fucking much better off in life <laughs> other than her kids drive her up a wall, but um uh, sh- so I, it was a moot point but I just didn't feel like I could leave. Yeah. So here here I am still So, just to, that's like a little background on why I think it's way cool what you did for your dad.
1: Yep. Um, I appreciate that. Just
2: to give more history, Garrett, who you know. yeah, Garrett Lamb. Yep. Garrett's parents I've been friends with for 30 years, somewhere in that neighborhood. This will tell you how close Garrett's Garrett's dad and I are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we worked on. This was '93. This mm-hmm. was I know I knew how old you were because it's 27 years ago. Right. So uh, <clears throat> that's when my dad died. So I know uh, like it rolls over every. Year. You don't yep. forget shit like that. So um, Garrett's dad tied my tie for my father's funeral. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know how to tie a fucking tie. Shit you football. remember. Yeah. yeah. That's shit you remember. Right. So he's like, we're like brothers. Yeah. Is close. And we tease everybody because before, before I had the whole cancer fucking deal and lost what hair I had left, yeah. me and Garrett's dad, we always, everybody be, we'd always tell people that we're like, we'd go to drive throughs and I'd be like, my brother's being a fucking asshole, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> right. we, we, we just fuck with people, but. But, like, they, uh, you know, I remember when Garrett was born. Garrett's talent is probably second to none right about now. Yeah. He's really fucking good. Little Dan's really good. It's kind of scary, and it's but it's taken a lot. This is going back to your question earlier, probably, I guess, about an hour ago, right. maybe. <laughs> You're right. What a retard I am. So. <laughs> so. Trains. <laughs> potato.
1: So, uh but make he, out with your mic again. He, uh, there you go. They, they
2: I've just,
1: that is is. You're like, that much more invested in it.
2: We're, we're like, that's all of our focus, you know, where we've been, I, I have my sister's kids that I'm their real uncle, but you know, they call Gareth, dad, Scott, they call him uncle Scotty, right? You know, and so doesn't Dan's kids, right? Dan's kids call me uncle. Yeah. No relation.
1: Well, I th- I think but, that, I th- so a couple of years ago, um, but if, if I'm going to get sappy here, I guess now too, a couple of years ago, my mother came to the racetrack and that was the first time she had been in the racetrack in probably over 10 years. Okay. So it was, it was a big deal for me. Right. Didn't um, you win that night? I came in second or third ah. or something like that, but uh, I won the heat race, which you was chromed chrome, chrome chrome out. Race. Yeah. Um, but anyway, race, my yeah. mother was there and that was a big deal for me. Like my mother... She'd been through cancer. She'd been through all that stuff. And I I posted the picture and short story long is, um, yeah, I had this big sappy post on it and a bunch of people liked it and all that, which is cool. But one of the comments that stood out to me the most was Dan Collins of all fucking people. Dan Collins commented on it and he's like, it's really only like 1% about actually racing cars. You know what I mean? Like it's true. The actual like physical action of racing a car in circles is the smallest percentage of why we all go to the racetrack. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you don't go because of that. You go because nah. you want to have that story at the end of the night. But don't do me dirty. Right. Yeah, don't do me dirty. Right, but you right. want to have that story at the end of the night that even now, even though I didn't win the race, I have that picture and I have that memory. But for the first time in over, well over 10 years, both my mom and my dad were at the racetrack. And that goes back to why I even started racing in the first place. And a lot of people don't know this. And... I don't know that I've actually said this, like, in public before, but here it goes. Uh, when I was five, my, my parents got divorced. Gross, nasty, knockdown, down drag-out divorce. And I was always put in the middle of every situation. And I'm five years old. and This is something where when you're between the ages of, like, five and seven, you shouldn't be the parent in every situation. You know what I mean? So I had to grow up pretty fast, which is why I'm kind of a dickhead now, because I never really got to be a little kid. Uh, He's a dick. <laughs> but I know <laughs> to me. Amazing. <laughs> but I never really got to be a little kid when I was a little kid, which is why I am now. Um, but anyway, when when I went. <laughs> it's a short joke. You get it. Um, but I remember. i
2: just a little guy. For
1: the first time when I was five years old, I decided that this is something that I wanted to do because I remember watching my dad race Wildcats and all that stuff. So I said, this is something I want to do. So for two years, five years old, I went around up and down the neighborhoods, you know, everybody's house, grandmother, all this. All I did was just collect bottles and cans. That's all I wanted. Uh, with the, just clap your hands. <laughs> with the bottles and cans. <laughs> uh, Where it's at? I, uh, I saved up enough money to buy my first go-kart. And I remember for the first time ever when I did my f- first go-kart race that it was the first time that no one was yelling, no one was screaming. All I had to do was just go out there and worry about how to get around the person in front of me. That's Everyone was on the same team. Right. Everyone was part of you know, one know They are all cheering goal. for
2: Charlie, and your head is clear because you're not hearing
1: it. Well, yeah. I don't have a radio. All I hear is just the, the engine, and all I have to worry about is how to get around that person in front of me. And it made it made things so simple for even what it might have been 10, 15 laps, whatever go-kart races these days. But it was just like I remember that moment clear as day where, like, I'm by myself. Like I don't, I have nothing else to worry about, but this right now. And that's just carried over for the last 20 years where it's just in that moment. I, that's, that's it. That's all there is. That's, you just have that, you have that noise of the engine and all I have to worry about is how to get around the person in front of me. And while as complicated as it is to work on a race car, get it ready, prepare it, drive the actual fucking thing. It's so simple in another sense. And that's what I love about it is the simplicity behind something that is as complex as motor racing is. Right. And that's what hooked me. And to expand on that and
2: my point kind of too. um, So like after that, all, all that, you know, 1993 shit storm happened. My mom had always taken me to the races when I got a little old, you know, I still know people that I sat next to growing up in the right. stands. And is that Mike Tyson or Brad over there fighting? Brad's the trying to fly. punch
1: flies out of the air here, yeah.
2: So uh, maybe if <laughs> you crotch in the stands. He tried to bite one. That was weird. <laughs> so, uh, so, so my mom always and my aunt would always take us and, you know, take me, my sister, my cousins, and so we'd go sit in the stands. <clears throat> and uh, then, like, as we got older and as I got, you know, like, I started going in the pits. Like, I was the kid who was like, come on, just make a fucking fake birth certificate. And yeah. my mother wouldn't. She made me wait until I was old enough to go in. So um, she, like, kind of stopped going around that time. Yeah. And because she, it was more my father type thing you know so she uh like after my dad died pff, she was like she wanted no part of it yeah like she's like that was his thing i'm i'm out blah. you know and me and my sister are like come on we all you know you gotta you gotta gr- get grasp on stuff right which she um yeah whatever people have to do things for themselves yeah you know and she decided she didn't want to until, like, when Laura went back to race in Wildcat, my mother actually went back. This was probably eight years ago now. Mm-hmm. But my mother actually went and watched Laura race. Cause right. Laura pretty much begged my mother. But uh, I think maybe she's been 27 years. She might have been back there, like, twice. Right. Maybe. Yeah. So... Uh, I can see how that's hard, though. It affects everybody. And, but, like, after my dad died... His racing has controlled a lot of my life. Right. Um, a lot. I've
1: lost mm, about three different relationships over it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if, if, they're, if they don't want it, then it's just. it's right.
2: this, it. Is it. this is it. And yeah. I tell them all going in. Yeah. Like my current girlfriend. Fucking. You know, listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to sidebar for a second. Yeah. My current lady and Steve Perry's current lady yeah. are the. Two of the nicest ladies, women on the fucking planet. And then there's you two. How in the <laughs> fuck did we do that? Right. Right. You yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hung but any, like a bull hamster. Uh-huh. Yeah. So
2: I don't know of that. But <laughs> anywho. But like we, Steve and I are like, holy fuck. How did we fucking pull this up? But right. whatever. So, um. Where the, where the fuck was I? I don't, I don't know. know. I was so, uh, just listening uh, at this point. So, we, you know, I turn 40, I think, whatever. It's coming. Don't worry. It'll be here, Brad.
1: Uh, <laughs> I refuse to get old.
2: I lived that for a long time. <laughs> uh, so I uh, lost relationships over it, lost different things over it, nothing that I valued, you know. Um, My mom was always... All oh, you care about those fucking race cars, ah! you know all this that and that's all you know. Why didn't you mow the lawn? Like, right. Why it was fucking Saturday <laughs> yeah. fucking race day? Back off. Yeah. yeah.
1: Jeez, mom. Jeez. Oh, uh, so is that a way for you to still kind of be with your dad when you're at the racetrack? Because it's something you guys yeah, do together. Uh, it is, yeah.
2: and you know, uh, I think about it a lot. Yeah. It's it's weird, but. uh and I never forget Dan's birthday. He's like, that's a fucking buzzkill. Right. His birthday is like the day before my father died. Oh, so yes, I'm like, so. oh yeah, your birthday's the 22nd. I know that. Yeah. Plus, I fill out the forms at every fucking race we go to. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so my 40th birthday, we had it at the at the shop, and there was just a shit ton of people. Yeah, and it was from all walks of my life, basically. Uh-huh. And we decided that we were gonna have a let's roast Greg, you know, like those roasts that they do on Comedy Central. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I mean, and it was did Jeff Ross show up, (laughs) the roast master himself? So fucking awesome. I know. Love Jeff Ross. He's such a psycho. I know. Uh, But like, I had you know some people roast me, but I got to roast them back. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of them being Andy Austin, which was fun. Boof. Yep. So oh, he killed me. It was. So Andy and I have had some good times too. He's, you know, we're pretty tight. Yeah. Um, so after that, like I remember doing a post on Facebook and it, I mean, it was six years ago now and I basically called my mom out and said, see,
1: this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is why I got this. Yeah. This is why I didn't mow the lawn. Right. It was
2: just, you know, it was all that shit. So, I'm so fucking parched because you only brought one beer. That's all we had.
1: We had four left. Damn it. It's not my fault you didn't drink it fast huh? Let's get to the second one.
2: Hey pause, Brad. Um, <laughs> I that's mean, know how
1: this works.
0: All right. We we can we go back to the the sports gambling thing cuz White oh, Mountain right, right, right. White Mountain we did a race oh, pool, right? Sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no you're track. good. You're good. You're good. But so all this I want is, is so it like
2: a epileptic yeah it usually it's it's an audio
0: representation of add it's gonna it's gonna make people feel right at home because i feel like we had two very very good straight to the point speakers on the last two shows and this is usually what it is (laughs) this is this is like this is gonna bring people a little bit back to normal so i feel like you know they're gonna enjoy it but so we went to white mountain we did a five dollar race pool um just random number you're assigned a number whatever greg gets seven all right we randomize it all right 20 there's 20 pick 20th pick it's number seven's next to it that's greg okay greg picks 20th all right so there's this kid so when loudon comes around all of my friends that don't put the time in like i don't want to say like racing's it's a you know job to just go to the racetrack but it's a time commitment that not many people are willing to do so like a lot of my friends like hey what time does the race start today i'm like all right oh they start at seven they go okay well what time are you leaving to go and i'm like i don't know one and they're like what and so then I go and I spend the entire day at the races and they, they won't come because I got there so early. They're expecting to get there 630 gates open where we're going in. Okay. Well, no, it's to me, it's the whole day and it's Thursday usually. And it's Saturday usually. And it's Sunday most of the time. So that's where like going back to the relationship things that, you know, those tend to end. My grandfather was my hero. The one thing that he told me like before he died, because him and my grandmother had nothing in common whatsoever. He was like, find someone that likes what You, you like. like, and I like two things. I only like two things in the world other than bush light, um, <laughs> and that's hockey and racing. And racing it, it is way more of a time like hockey, I'll just watch on TV, I'll go to the Mariners, but that's it's a winter thing. So when racing's not going on, there's hockey, other than right now because COVID in quotes, pandemic in quotes. Um, <laughs> but so we go to the racetrack and, and going back to going, going back to Loudon, Loudon brings all my friends together that generally wouldn't put the time in because if we go and i'm like hey we're gonna go saturday we're gonna camp out into sunday and then we're gonna camp out sunday night come back monday they're like all right i can do that it's like more of an event for them still my voice may be gone by the end of this this little (laughs) whole whole ordeal that's a tough word um so whatever we get there and a lot of these kids don't they none of well none of my friends follow the nascar mods like obviously charlie and i do and uh, my girlfriend megan does and uh, you do the group <laughs> the group that we were with there um you know I had like 3 or 4 friends that just don't they don't pay attention to local racing by 3 or 4 I mean like 8 but they they show up and they don't know anyone racing but they're like I'm going to do the race pool cuz it gives them like yes, somebody to cheer yes, for yeah, yeah, like, it's
1: an, it's, it gets them that more invested in it
0: yeah it's an it's an issue for sure um Dan Collins is who got me onto it so I'm going to go still hang my hat hang my hat on that I learned all my ways from Dan Collins which is probably something <laughs> I shouldn't do um but Dan got me started on it and it was when we went to we went to Thunder Road for something and we were gambling. With, it might have been the Milk Bowl and Dan's like, you know, let's do a five dollar buy in race pool. You pick a driver. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't follow the ACT Tour. At least I do. I didn't back then, two years ago. Now I kind of do it because I know some of the drivers. But so I picked the driver and you know I don't think he did good, but it gave me that enjoyment and that excitement to be like, oh, that's my guy. Right. I don't know the guy. I wouldn't know him if he punched me in the nose, but that's my guy. So whatever, lost money, and you know nothing's changed. Haven't won <laughs> since. But uh, we go to the racetrack. A lot of guys don't know any of the mod drives, but they're in on the race pool. Okay, this kid gets six. Oh, this kid gets God. number six, and he goes, give me number 11. And I'm looking at the entry sheet. I'm like, there's no number 11. And he's like, all right, give me number 21. I'm like, there's there's no 21. He's like, what's the next closest number? I'm like, 22. And he's like, sold. It's Kyle Bonsignor. I'm like, all right, well. Who usually that- does nothing i was gonna say that's but a. But
2: sometimes he, he does a oh no just wait uh, i was
0: i was <laughs> i was gonna say i was like at six that's kind of a throwaway pick i feel like yeah. like there's a lot of drivers on the board that Kyle i would would not have been your sixth pick no ah, <laughs> no yeah exactly so this kid picks him at six and i'm sitting there like well that's a five dollar donation to someone <laughs> What does he do? He goes out there and fucking finishes second. So, you know, the kid <laughs> So now this kid, kids pumped. And then the kid yeah. made fifty bucks and then spent it all on Matt Swanson here at the end of the <laughs> night. So, you know, uh that, that comes oh, full circle. But yeah, good fam. Yeah, 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 good for him. Um but yeah, and then, you know, just touch to finish out White Mountain, um, end of the night. We walk through the pit area trying to find Matt. And this is, mind you, like two and a half hours after the race ended. So obviously he's not there anymore. So we go back to the cars and we all get in the vehicle like we all we all did our highs and goodbyes and we're in the vehicle like we're looking up the gps to you know figure out where to go out, out from there and i get a message from matt on facebook saying come out to the campground we're cooking food so i jump out of the car i go around to all three cars that we, that we have there and i'm like hey back want to go back to the campground have some beers and eat some food matt just said that they're back there whatever so we go back there and would do we spend fucking three and a half hours oh, anyway. back there well I,
1: I drove down with Kristen and smitty uh yeah. chris smith and his lady friend Kristen, and i never really realized that like the campground was where it is at White Mountain. I always thought it was down by the pond like behind the back stretch. Well, I went to go take a piss earlier. I was like, what in the fuck? And I see this giant-ass campground behind the like the front stretch over by turns three and four. I was like, holy fuck, it's a whole little new world that I just discovered. Yeah. It was wild. Charlie whipped his dick out and there was a couple of kids playing fucking badminton down below or something. <laughs> It'll happen. They thought it was a uh, shuttlecock. But uh, oh, 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 way. Way. <laughs> uh... So we go down there and we end up hanging out with Matt Swanson and all that stuff now. Uh, earlier in the day uh, I'm talking to Smitty and he's like yeah so who's, who drives the mods these days because he Smitty is Smitty Smitty does Smitty, Smitty. we Smitty, know Smitty yeah Smitty is just Smitty. Smitty he's like who drives the mods these days anyway I was like oh you know like uh, you know you got C- Justin Bonsignor you got, you got Matt Swanson he's like do you mean Matt Hirschman I was like well yeah him too but Matt Swanson he's like is that in relation to John Swanson, like Johnny Swanson? I was like, ah, yeah, I, I don't know, could be, whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we go down to the campground after the races, and Smitty's with us, and you know we're talking to Matt, and he's like, "Fuck, he looks an awful lot like him." So I was like, "Hey, is his name John?" I was like, "I don't, it could be uh, it, Mister Matt's dad. What's your name, Johnny?" <laughs> and Smitty got. Right like this. Pitched attack. Like, fucking, because Smitty was talking about, like, this guy used to race, like, Bush North. Yeah. Like, he, he was a big fucking dude. John duo. Swanson, number 25. I also learned In that the, last. Swanson Pontiac. Yeah. Last so, time. so anyway, we're we're Turn all hanging time. out, and, you know, Matt Swanson's talking to, you know, Brad and all them, and I'm, I'm, I'm hooked on to his dad. Like, this is an interesting fella that I'm oh, yeah. talking to. Hell of a story. A that. Good, I don't know dude. if anything he told me was true, but it was fucking fascinating. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're, we're just talking, he's telling these stories. I don't know if anything was true. <laughs> um, and we're just talking, we're, we're sitting there. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the, the, there's a term called Google, obviously. Like, hey, hey, have you ever Googled yourself? You know, it's one thing if you can Google yourself, right? Yeah. It's another thing if you can eBay yourself. <laughs> so I look up what? on eBay, there's a Johnny Swanson fucking hauler diecast for like $15. I'm you like, it. I'm like, this is a. Like who is this fucking guy? And I'm looking. And I was like, "Yeah, I got a whole fucking case of those back in the house. If you want, I was like, I only want it if it's signed for one." You're you're mid conversation with someone and you eBayed them. Yeah, Smitty's like, "This is the guy." So like I was like if he's that big of a deal, fuck, you can find a Joe Bessie diecast on eBay. This guy must be somewhat important. This
2: kind of teal and black. Too. I would have yeah, at least
1: yeah. waited until I got home to do eBay. Maybe no. Google first. Did no. you go right to eBay? I went right to. That eBay. That is wild, and I, and I love every bit of it. So, Let so me I was ask like, you I was this. like, no, I literally asked him. I was like, so it's one thing to Google yourself. I was like, have you ever eBayed yourself? He's like, it's a it's a holler, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it is. It for sure is. I was like, that's fucking badass. Like, who is this guy? And I. I had up latched on to this guy for literally like four fucking hours. Now, mind yes. you, Scarborough, Maine is not even remotely close to North Woodstock, New Hampshire. Okay. It's a, s- all of two hours, two and a half hour drive. So Kristen and Smitty or Smitty's like latched onto this guy now too. And I'm looking down like it's fucking like midnight. Like it's, it's one in the morning. Like we're not going to get home until like, Oh God, 30 in the morning. So we finally end up talking to him and it, we, you know, I already at this point have a three hat. I have a, a old blue shirt He's like, yeah, we got a book, too. I was like, what do you mean you got a book? He's like, yeah, we got a book on the history of the three car. Now, I didn't know anything. Like, I I know the car is famous. Everybody knows Old Blue. Like, it's a a, a pretty race car, and a lot of fucking, a lot of somebodies have driven that car. Um, And he's talking about how, you know, basically this whole operation, they work out of their own deal. Uh, They make everything on the car. He said the only thing that they don't make themselves are, like, the motor, the wheels, and the seat. He's like, everything else, they they make it. Like, if they bend a bumper, they twist it up, they make a new one. They need a new chassis, they got a jig. You know, they, they're putting the body on. They make it. It's new. old school. It's literally Lenny, everything. Lenny Bola was the uh, the yeah. original car owner. And he's saying that, like, even that NASCAR wheeler modified has, like, a Fairmont r- steering rack in it. Like, it doesn't even have a sweet rack in it because right. that's just what they pulled out, and it was, like, $70. And he was saying that it's, like, $60 for the, the part. And they get a seventy-five dollar core on it, so they make money every time they need a new rat. I was like, "That's <laughs> fucking badass!" Like these are the stories that I want to hear. Um, anyway, I, I was talking to him, and I was like, "Yeah, really." Our only mission was like to get out here, sell enough t-shirts so that we can sponsor lap sixty-nine of the Oxford two hundred and fifty. He's like, "That's all." I was like, "What?" He's like, "What's that cost?" I was like, "It's a hundred bucks." He's like, "That's all you want?" I was like, "Yeah." So he literally whips out a hundred bucks out of his pocket, hands it to me. He's like, "Here, here you go." Just just promote this book a little bit. So what I'm going to tell you right now, we have one book. It's called The Soul of a Modified. Lenny Bowler's Old Blue. Okay, and it's the complete history on the three MA NASCAR wheel and modified tour car. Okay, goes through the whole thing, all the drivers, this, that, the other thing. Now, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to give one away. So for whoever's listening to this right now, you're exempt because you can't do it, Greg. I'm sorry because you're on the I'll show. I'll probably buy it anyway. <laughs> perfect, um, perfect. That's what we're so to whoever's listening right now. Um, go through the comments when we put this put the show up on on the face space in the morning it'll be tuesday morning uh we're gonna need the three numbers that they have ever used so obviously the three is one of them now lenny bowler they had multiple cars obviously all out through that is they've had three numbers that they've run okay so whoever can uh put those three numbers up gets a free book, The Soul of a Modified. And it's this hefty fucking book. This thing is solid. Like, the, the back of it, uh, this is a story that explains the relationship between man and machine. Uh, so, th- it's definitely the whole story uh, of, like I said, Lenny Bowler's old, old blue there. Uh, solid piece. Thank you again to Matt Swanson's dad for helping us out there. That being said, today, on my lunch break, I made the phone call. We officially own lap 69 of the 2020 Oxford 250. Hey, let's hey, go. Hey, hey, let's
3: go. Hey, let's
0: go. <laughs> proud of you. Pr- proud of you and, and proud of Matt's dad. <clears> so <throat> proud of
2: that book and your giveaway. I'm happy for you fellows. <laughs> but Okay, I, I'm gonna make a couple <laughs> statements. Let's uh, go. I got two laps for the Oxford two fifty for nine L creations. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we have to get one sixty nine now. Oh my
1: god. Fuck yes, I guess. All right, yeah. You're welcome. Whoa. What else are you gonna Oxford. put us down for? Let's hear it.
2: Uh, no, uh, what I was going to say about this book is yeah. it was written by Lou Boyd. Yes. Who is like the guy at Coastal 181 Publications, okay, yeah. which they have a lot of books, a lot of good. I mean, anybody who's into any racing history. I mean, you know that I'm involved with Maine Vintage. and Of course. Uh, so uh, anybody who is really interested in racing history and stuff like that. Uh, Bones Bozier writes a hell of a book. Uh, Lou does. There's, there's a number of different people that write books that Coastal 181 publications, uh, they publish and they have like, I'm on their mailing list. So I knew that was coming out. I got the pre-sale flyer thingy. Yep. Um, but like the book on Bentley. Yep. The Wicked Fast, uh, the book on Richie Evans, Richie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one on uh, Eddie Flemke,
1: uh-huh.
2: Ron Bouchard's book.
1: There's shit that, like this is fascinating. They're sure. fucking amazing yeah. to read some of the shit that happened back well, then. And most of these, too, they take you back to a time where we, we talked about it earlier. That's why we want the heckin' hippos back, because it takes you back to a time where you literally, even though it was a modified and they built it. Are you, you trying know, to connect... Modified yeah. to minivan series yeah. to yeah. modify. Because thing. books like this stuff. take you back to a time where you still had to go to a junkyard. Even though you're building the race car from the ground up. Yeah. This NASCAR wheel and mod still has a Ford Fairmont fucking steering rack in it. That shit's cool. Yeah. And then it, it takes you back even further. To the guys like bending pipes around trees for, you know, roll cages and stuff like that. And building everything literally like, from hand. I
2: think it's cool because I don't even know the answer to this. Right. To, to your question. Yeah. Uh, the, the three number deal. Yeah. Like, I thought you were going to say, um, you know, name three drivers that drove this car.
1: Yeah, maybe. If some, nobody ever figures out the the number deal. But because there do,
2: are
0: some... Do both. Do f- both. Free large BFP t-shirt. Yeah. All right. You, you so know, how about
1: that?
2: If you name three drivers that drove this That's easier. This car, That's easier. Not including Matt Swanson, because well, we've yeah. just <laughs> talked about him for days on end. Right. Which the kid is
1: you know, doing phenomenal. He's yeah, the real deal.
2: And he's, I mean, it's so great to born see in him. the
1: year 2000. Yeah. Mind you, He's 20 years old. That doesn't make sense to me. It's, yeah. It's,
2: that's it's good to see him linked with a team like this. Right. You know,
1: but what, what's cool though, is that like part of, um, yeah. Really you know, what we're talking about here is oh, like, if you go to like, um, you know, like any of the, like the trailing arms or anything like that, they literally take a, a length of aluminum. Yeah. And they, they, they mill it down they, they tapped the ends they put some rod ends in it and it's it's homemade they made it they didn't buy it and Matt Stan was literally saying like you know I've offered to go down to Fury and bring a brand new car over to this operation and they wanted nothing to do with it they said, absolutely not. No, we, we build our own stuff It's the soul here. of it. It's the soul of the team. Of a modified. Right. The soul of a modified. So, again, uh, the soul of a modified, Lenny Bowler's Old Blue. Name of the book, okay? So, if you're listening right now, go over to the Facebook post. It might be up by, hopefully, 9, 10 o'clock tomorrow, Tuesday morning. And comment on it. I the work The Facebook post. The Facebook well, post. The show will be up before that. Um, yeah.
2: Because i got to listen the, to it. The show's going to be up. So, once, once the
1: Facebook post is up, we want to hear – The three numbers that this team has ever driven. Obviously, the number three is one of them. They have two other numbers that they've driven. First person to respond with their correct answer gets the free book. However, in addition to that, we're going to throw into the pile here. Anybody who can name the first person to name three drivers that have driven Old Blue gets a free BFP large T-shirt. Because that's all we have left, so hopefully you're not giant. Yeah, Um, so if you don't fit into it, at least you have one to give to a friend. Right, so you get it. Um, So, yeah. uh, Do you have any weapons of the week, guys? Um
0: no the one thing that i did want to add to what you just said um not really on the book but on the whole matt swanson racing deal we went down so me charlie charlie megan and i to do that before he corrects me um (laughs) bought t-shirts beginning of the day by the end of the day matt finishes third slots bfp sticker on all of my friend crew went nuts and you know i had them buying t-shirts they don't know nascar wheel and modified racing they don't know matt at the end of the night We were just buy his stash of shit, and I look, and I was like selling shit for him. (laughs) Like
1: my my friends, Brad was the ultimate three ma sales. They
0: have no idea anything about Matt Swanson or the three or NASCAR wheel and modified racing. But the one just won race pool money, so I I had him give it all back to Matt. (laughs) Um, so we I left with a hat. Charlie left with a hat. Charlie left with an old blue shirt, the book, and you know I had people texting me being like, hey, I want a hat, so I had to get a hat for Seth who actually works on another vehicle right. in the series which is going to be funny because he said he's going to wear that hat while he's spotting <laughs> um but yeah you know uh you know what i'm trying to get to is that uh if you want to look as cool as we do handlebar mustache and mullet not included you can go to breracing.com and get matt swanson attire delivered right to your door yeah. shirt hat book wait did those you just get that off the whiteboard kind of <laughs> I can I can only see part of it because Charlie's biceps are too big. So I saw I saw B R E Racing right. dash Matt Swanson. So uh, did, did they tell us some wild story too about how they pick through like wrecked fucking yeah shit? When Tony Cecily broke the wall last week, Anthony, I'm pretty Cecily. sure him too. Yeah. Pretty sure they told us that they went down and
1: like picked through his destroyed shit. Yeah, to so, bring back to their
0: operation. So whatever. again, this
1: is a team that they, they do pretty solid wherever they go but the, i guess that this this is what they do this is how they make money so uh, as much as these some like justin bonson probably spends you know half a million dollars a year to to run a nascar wheel and modified tour, tour car these um, guys literally build everything so if they go out and they finish third and they get like 2500 bucks instead of the 10 grand to win they're pissed like i asked i asked mal I was like where's the where's the trophies like i don't know it's fucking down in the river it's third place we don't want that I was like that's wild to me cuz that's just that little bit extra that we talk about with some of these people like what's the difference between them and other people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the history of modified racing is the old blue. Right. Um some of the shit that goes on in modified stuff like and you what you just said about about Bonsignor being, you know, a half-million dollar operation or whatever it is, mm-hmm. quarter million. I I don't know actual numbers. But um Look up M3 Technologies. Yeah. Uh, see, you know, who sponsors him. Uh, look up Kenneth Massa, who is the car owner. They're not hurting, No. And no. they know it. And yeah. um, Kobe, for Kobe to do what he did, you know, bring... Doug his, Kobe. Yeah, to yeah. bring his own operation. Yeah, he bought the two car. Yeah. Now I mean, the he, 10. Yeah. He, he. I mean, it was it's good, it was solid stuff. But for him to take it and, re, you know, re branded as himself and to to have pull off a win in what, like five stars? Yeah this something. Year? Like that, yeah. I mean, he's I mean he's so good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Bonsignors, they're the real deal. Yeah. Those guys can go anywhere and race anything. Yeah. You know, uh you gotta you gotta look at the level and you can you can you go someplace like Stafford Yeah. And you watch them guys sail into the corner and you right like right like this. Yeah. You're just <laughs> Yeah, and that that motor—I mean, you you get the you get the motor sensation at White Mountain. Yeah. But until you hit that thing, just you know, right on the fucking button, all the way down that long ass straightaway. Yep. Then, of course, Charlie's that guy right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's just getting <laughs> business going. <laughs> so how much do we have any time? How much time we got left? We, we still, have, it, time. We yeah, still have time.
0: time we still have time. I just need to get to two things. So we're going back, going back to Tony Cecily, Brooke the Waltz star. Um incredible video that we shared. I didn't yes. know that you. Someone actually, like, got the whole thing on foot. Like, you can see the wall crack. It's unbelievable. Um, Allegedly, legendary move. He went back and signed the wall where he hit. So, love it. (laughs) Love all of that. And then also, another legendary move. Tommy Barrett. I saw a video when I was – I couldn't even see straight Saturday Night at Star. And I was showing a video of Tommy Barrett. uh, Allegedly – and by allegedly, I mean it for sure happened. Walking down the front stretch after an incident with Ryan Priest. And just and, and did, a, did a stroke A fornication stroke with a right hand And then tossed it with the left Switch hitter, that's big <laughs> I love it, I love every bit of it um, So that's another legendary move there I, I don't have any weapons So I just need to get those two housekeeping um, things done And then one, one more thing um, Big shout out to Mike Rainville Rainville, Good Rainville dude. That must be it. Oh, I know. I, d-
2: I know Mike Rainville.
0: Yes, that's what. That's how you say his name, right? It's yeah. Not- he does a pool. Rayonve. Rayon Ray- 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 <laughs> It's not Ray- <laughs> Vey. Mike Well, I was gonna go back into Messenger, but I didn't. I wanted to keep the show rolling. Um, he was the one that brought us all the Bushlight apples. Oh, um, from oh Ohio. he brought you Bushlight apples. Bushlight apples. Of bitches. Not only and- did
1: he bring us BLAs, they were forty-eight pounders.
0: Yes, and not only did he bring us them from Ohio in his vehicle. He's he from also- New Hampshire originally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. Right. but they don't sell them in New Hampshire. No, so. I know. Yeah, he, he, he went to Ohio to get them. I'm not a big beer out. drinker, but I do want to try one. I'll they're give you a couple for your, your for, not for your ride home, but they're warm, so you're gonna to want to put them. in the <laughs> oh, you, fridge. I right? don't need a couple. Okay, one will do. All right. Well, uh, not only did he bring them in his vehicle from Ohio, he had to walk them. I don't know how the fuck they were in where they were um, at Loudon. So we're in when when we got there early, we were parked in the main parking lot where the main entrances, if you're going towards the welcome, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, uh, not welcome sign, but you get it. On the right-hand side, in the back corner, there's the Granite State Legends Garage or whatever. We were in that main parking lot as were, I think, half, three-quarters of the people that were there. There was a lot of people in there. And then on the other side by the bathhouse was the next little parking area. These people were apparently bigger than we are. I mean, they didn't know who the Black Flag Podcast were, Loudon yesterday, I guess, because they were on the backstretch with like six different people there wasn't many people back there i don't know how they got there because i went to go he said that where they were they were over by turn three so i'm thinking that oh you just walk down where you know most people park on the back stretch when there's a tram and a shuttle whatever and so i I went to go take a left the guy's like "Whoa, where are your credentials and i'm like what are you talking about and he's like you need to be a spotter or with associated with a team you need a covid test to get that way and i'm like okay so i messaged mike who had all the, the beers for us and mind you, he's in turn three. I am in turn two. He could not be far, farther away. And he walks, him, him and his lady friend, wife, I assume, um, walk to the fence with cases, 48 pounders of bushlight light apples. And it's not a, it's a far walk and it's not cold outside. Um, so it was a workout. Let's just say that. And then there's no gate for them for, you know, us to do a proper exchange. We found a hole in the fence. And had there's a it's a drug deal. It was literally a drug <laughs> deal. And there's a video that's about to go on Facebook after we're done recording this of them literally putting like passing them through the fence. And then I had two cases of Bushlight apples walking back through the pit area. And the amount of people that were like, dude, that's so le- like, can I get a picture? And it wasn't people that listened to the show. It was just I had a mullet and 48 Bushlight pounders in my apple pounders in my hands um and people just loved it and you know everyone wanted one and
1: i'm like no. there were a lot of people that were like how the fuck did you get those? Yeah, yeah yeah
0: where'd those come from oh my god and so i was handing them out for most of the day D- delicious oh uh, they fantastic. go down they go down way too smooth no, um
1: not not like a reds not like a cider no. deal it's just a beer with like a the apple after yeah, bad. the
0: first one that i had the first sip i'm like oh that's pretty good and then like the aftertaste i was like oh, i don't know if i could do i don't know if i can drink these that often and then i gave it some time kept drinking i'm like you know it's pretty good pretty good and then i had an ice cold one delicious yeah that was delicious it's very smooth um doesn't feel like your teeth are gonna rot out so big fan thank you to mike and you know i'm going down to jennerstown next weekend and i'm gonna pick up some more so uh if anyone wants to venmo me i'll, I'll get cases and oh, yeah. see what i can't can or can't do so
1: uh yeah so weapons anyone um matt kenseth Oh yeah, that was like what four yellows because of Matt Kenzo Yeah, three anyway. Should have just um, stayed retired. My weapon of the week goes back to White Mountain Motorsports Park. I went to take a piss. Okay, those are, the, are you gonna are you gonna say those kids were the yeah. No. uh so there's a urinal for those that don't know. Urinals are you, you piss in front of you into the urinal. Pretty pretty straightforward, right? So I'm I'm standing there now. The first one to the left. Those are for pissing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get a urinal story. The, the first one to the left. Uh, has dip spit all over the front of it. Like, literal, like, like leaves out of someone's mouth all over the front of the urinal. Which, I don't know why that was so hard to just... Did you do him a solid and take a step back and pee it off? Yeah, I was gonna say target <laughs> practice. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. So, the one immediately next to it, to the right, <laughs> had shit <laughs> <laughs> it. had shit on it. No! I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Someone shit in the urinal at White Mountain Motorsports Park. And now when I say they shit on it, I'm pretty sure they like backed up to the pointy part of it and wiped their fucking <laughs> cornhole with the pointy part Can of it. Can you urinal. plug in uh, it was, back that ass up.
2: <laughs> right now?
1: <laughs> they oh. like they literally like the won't
2: you back that ass? Up? They
1: they backed their fucking derrière up to the oh. piss station. And, like, like if, if you drop a log in there, that's one thing. We've all done that in high school. They that's did. a thing. But someone just, like, wiped their ass on the urinal. Like, wh- <laughs> there's literally a whole other section of the bathroom for this. And not only did that happen, these don't have dividers. So, like, how many people watched this person wipe their ass on the urinal? So, my weapon of the week goes to whoever shit in the urinal at White Mountain Motorsports Park. Because, <laughs> holy fuck, I... I don't know if I respect you. I don't know if I'm, I'm fucking ashamed of you. you. Probably had some of those gross tendies and but fucking was, just shit them out immediately. <laughs> that was a whole yikes situation for me. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that's my nomination for. We one have of the we week.
0: have enough flies in here for at least three heat races now. Oh, we yeah, had a couple wreck sure. out in practice. I don't know. There's literally four over there. Did, you,
2: did you leave some tendies? <laughs> I your don't. Bed know, I don't
0: know what happened, but we left and Megan, this wasn't a problem. We came
1: back and now Matt, we have a full Matt field. Brad does like to point out that Megan like leaves like just open food containers megan's very good at
0: she yeah she she's good at waking up just late enough to not be able to eat and then going to work her full shift and also not eating and then coming home right before bed and eating and then just leaving the food wherever she had eaten it like not she doesn't finish it she just leaves the rest of the food on the ground or on the table but it's there's no food down here i literally clean the room every other day because of that and I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't, don't know, know where they came. Is there a dead animal out back? Who not knows? Not that I'm aware of. No
1: oh. let's hope not. Anyway. Uh so closing out the show here, Greg, uh you have a new little business venture it seems, right? Night owl creations. Yes. So how do you start wrapping helmets for someone that typically just spots for people? How does that come about? Um Well let's not um let's not call it a rap. Okay. How uh, do you start putting because
2: uh, I don't actually, I I try not to actually wrap helmets. Why? Because um, it doesn't stay very good, and because I, I you you've probably put some vinyl on in your time, a couple um, two three times. Yeah, yeah, uh a helmet is a bowling ball basically. <laughs> yes. So it's like multi- the definition of a
1: compound curve,
2: right? Uh, so it's so difficult to do it and you have to have so much extra material. So I, I like to, I like to call it sections and stripes. That's yep. what I call it. I do sections and stripes yep. because like that, I don't know if you just saw the, the one I just finished like last week or so, the yellow and blue one with like the snake. Oh skin yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, that it, was more of like a wrap. Yeah, thing. that, but it was definitely like four sections with lines over the. And why I call it sections and stripes, because it was like four sections and over the sections, the seams is where I put like the, the wider yeah. lines and stuff to try to hopefully hold it together. Yeah. Um, so how how that all started. Yes. Uh, about a year ago, maybe a little, it was actually a little longer than a year ago now. It was like the 1st f- of June. Uh, do we hear hockey in the background? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Like a year or so ago, around June, um, our mutual friend Amy uh, Harrow. Amy Hinton Hare. Yep. Uh, She was looking for somebody to do helmet wrap type stuff on Spencer Morse's helmet. Because she, like, said, oh, hey, he he wanted to do something. She was like, blah, 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 Uh blah. Long story short, she put a post on Facebook. Hey, anybody know who can do helmet wraps, blah, blah, blah. And I reached out to her because i'm like listen good luck yeah. because all these guys that we all respect uh connor warren um you know Cor- even
1: connor has a painted helmet
2: cory cory yeah. at the sign store yeah um they all uh they all like um they don't want to touch him, yeah. because the amount of work that goes into it versus what you're you get on the other end. It's just and they and they're busy anyway. They're busy with real sign stuff, honestly. So, um so none of them wa- wanted to touch it. So I was like, listen, I I don't know if you ever saw Dan's helmet. You know, the yeah, white yeah. the white one had the blue stripes on it. Yeah. I I like laid out those blue stripes because yeah. I was gonna actually try to do it. And then I was like, ah, nah, it's gonna be a pain. And so I just didn't. But I laid out that patent and I thought, oh, that looks kind of cool by itself. So. Um, I said, hey, I've dabbled in doing some striping and stuff like that, so I'll uh, I'll get a hold of Connor because it was it was for um, Spencer. Yeah. I'm like, I'll get a hold of Connor and I'll order some numbers and some name stuff and and I'll just whip something up. I'll try, you know, what the fuck we got to lose, basically. Yeah. And uh, so I did that, and you know, obviously Spencer posted it. This was all pre-Night Owl creations, yep. if you will. Uh, Spencer posted it. Amy posted it. I said, you know, blah. And then I had people start contacting me. Hey, how much do you do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and uh, it's, it's... I don't charge. All right. Hint. Yeah. Um, I do. But I don't... <laughs> Fuck you, feds. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, so... um. So people just reached out, and so then I started say, "Oh well," and then I did a couple friends, you know. Just to, I said, "Well, if I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try it," you know. So I did a couple friends, just for fun, you know. And then and then you wrapped their helmet, or
1: you did the thing. On the I helmet. did the helmet. Yeah, you did that for fun. <laughs> oh, not them, jerk. Okay, <laughs> I'm taken. Anyway. <laughs> So you started so, doing the helmets.
2: So yeah, so I started, you know, so I did some friends' helmets, you know, just for, just for fun, basically. And that's it's still a hobby. It's still like a hobby to me, you know. You know, like some people build models or whatever, you know. I literally sat at my kitchen table, my girlfriend's kitchen table, because <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a loser. <laughs> so, uh, uh, no, uh, I, I sit at the kitchen table, and now I have like this toolbox that has all the shit in it. You know, my heat gun and alcohol, you know, I got all... And I got, like, fucking sheets of vinyl laid everywhere. Right. She's, like, so over it. It's not even funny. But like I said, at the kitchen table, and I ta- I'll tackle it for, you know, a few hours a night or an hour or so. Or or I'll hit on the weekend if we don't... You know, if fucking races get rained out, I'll spend a Saturday digging in if I got something. the 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 biggest pain in the ass about the whole thing... And it's not even really a pain in the ass, but is... I don't have a machine, right? I don't have a cutter. I don't have none of that stuff. So to do, let's say, and I know you get your stuff painted, and we're yep. going to talk about that in a second. Okay, uh, but let's say Brad wants to do Am a I helmet. In trouble. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> yeah. L- let's probably. say let's say that Brad wants to do a helmet. Yep. You know. So I'm like, okay. So I have because this is not going to be a pain in the ass to me. Uh, I refuse for it to be a pain in the ass to me. I have like some some simple criteria. Do you want your name, your number, or both? Yep. And three colors. That's it. That you tell me that. Anything other than that? Maybe. But I don't take requests. I fucking do what I want. Right. And if you don't want to do that, then don't do it. Right. It's my hobby that I think is cool. That other people think is cool. And if you wanna if you wanna participate in it. Let's go for it. You know, like one of the things that I'm starting to get into uh, working with different people that do the do the, the graphics is sometimes like if somebody has like a side graphic on their car, we'll downsize it. And it, I'm getting better at sizing. Like we it took a little bit to say, OK, I need the name to be this tall. I need right. the number to be this tall, because if you get it too big, then it gets distorted when you start to try to compound curb it. Right. Um, same thing with, like, the, the side wrap. So I I am really big on symmetry. Mm-hmm. Like, me I, I. if somebody says, oh, I want it to be fucking blue on one side and red on the other, I'm going to be like, yay, no! <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Fuck that. you. Yeah. Right. So, so I... What's so funny is I talk to people about stuff, and they're, like, literally... Like, well, I want my number like this, and want my name like this. do it. And then, yeah, you do it. And then yeah. this, and then this, and then I'll talk to them about like, and I'll talk them, and I, I have to talk them around to the the thing when they go. Well, you know, I haven't seen anything bad you've done, so why don't you just do what you want to do? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> and and I I literally try to keep it simple. Let's just let's be simple and. Okay, so let's go back to the the helmet painting, okay? Yes. So, um, let's get one thing absolutely clear, okay? I fucking love helmet paintings. I love painted helmets. I am the guy that will go on uh, Offaxis's website, or not their website, but their Instagram, Twitter, all that, Twitter yeah. page, Instagram... Facebook whatever and I will just like be like just search like latest designs and stuff like that just just because I I think it's fucking cool Uh, I did Joe's helmet Mm -hmm. and Joe I told Joe when Joe and I had a conversation I mean you've had your helmet painted what twice now by off axis Uh,
1: twice by off
2: axis yeah okay so and you know roughly where does that cost you know do you want to say or do you not want to say? I basically know.
1: I, I never got an invoice. Okay, so they're friends. I don't know, and I asked him about it, but I still have yet to get an invoice. Okay, yeah. so um, let's, I, let's just say he usually helmet- asks like how how much do you want to spend? Yeah, and, and he's b- like usually this stuff on my Instagram page is like a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks. Right. Yeah.
2: So, uh, helmet paintings, depending on who you go to. Uh-huh from what I've learned through the years because I've I've always enjoyed it like not just in the last year and a half or so um, is always somewhere depending on the quality and how intricate you want right you're somewhere between six hundred and two thousand dollars yeah all of that somewhere in there my friends at Night Hour Creations are not quite that pricey (laughs) Uh, so anyway but I love, like, helmet paintings. And, like, when Joe, when we were going through the process, when he was talking to me about it, I'm like, Joe, he's like, I can't decide if I want to do, if I want to paint my helmet or if I just want to have you do it or whatever. And I've fucking known Joe forever, you know. I'm like, Joe, here. And I fucking sent him, like, five different helmet painters. Yeah. I'm like, these are the guys. One of these guys is your guy. Or or me. Yeah. So, if you want to get your helmet painted and you want to pay the money, fucking awesome. Badass. Yeah. I love it. Like yours, you know, throw throwback you did for your dad. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I was checking that out that yeah. night, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can't do that. Right. I don't know how I can do what I do. Right. I can't draw a helmet out. <laughs> People that fucking <laughs> contact me and say, hey, can you do a rendering? Nope. nope.
1: Sorry. You don't even know what you're doing until you do I it. I don't
2: know what I'm doing. Yeah. And literally, like, if I get somebody's old helmet, um, a lot of the design is dictated on trying to cover up the dings and scratches. <laughs> it's not even funny. I'm serious about it. I'm not worried about, like, if I get, you know, like, Louis' helmet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Louis, Louis' helmet was a chore <laughs> cracked so, no it wasn't it's cracked two pieces yeah <laughs> it wasn't cracked so uh no but he uh like i just do you know i do cuz you want to do it for enjoyment yeah. and you know cuz people think it's cool and, and you know and i i think it's cool when you know i don't know you know you were down to bentleys the other yeah. night
1: so um LaJoy had his right on the roof
2: was Corey Lejoy there? No, he was not. He couldn't
1: because of COVID. Right.
2: But yeah, that, that, that thing's badass. The yeah. stack and pennies helmet. That's yeah. badass. So like I knew people were going to be there. So yeah. I messaged Garrett and I messaged Devin Currett and I, I was like, Hey, can you guys put your helmets on your roof? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why they were on there. You know, I just do little shameless promotion shit. Nothing wrong myself. with that.
1: That's what you're here for. <laughs> so
2: I in turn, while we're doing this, yes. Uh, we're going to do a Black Flag podcast helmet. We are. We are. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to raffle it off.
1: Ooh. All right. All right. Neat. So, Night Owl Creations. How do how how do you, how does one participate in this? So, you're going to raffle it off where? I don't know. Seems like we're not sure yet. We don't know yet. Okay. So, this is happening I just right made now. It. We're ironing yeah. out okay. the details. Like, I made it up right now. I like that. All yeah. right.
2: So, it's going to be uh, a new up-to-date helmet. So, a new, and,
1: new DOT, Snell, whatever.
2: Yeah, Snell uh, SA 2015, Yep. Uh, which is the latest rating. If yep. people that don't know helmet ratings, um, the latest rating is the 2015 SA, is special application for auto sports yes. and stuff like that. If you have a helmet that says DOT and it
1: doesn't say Snell anywhere. It's good for your motorcycle. That's it. Maybe.
2: Eh, <laughs> If you have a helmet that says Snell M two thousand fifteen, it's M stands for motorcycle. The major difference and there there's probably more than that.
1: But FIA has a rating as well. FIA
2: has a rating also. But the major difference between a, 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 an M rating and an S A rating and in, in the Snell is uh Nomex Interior. Yep. So it's you know, flame retardant. It's not. I don't say fireproof because it's nothing not, is nothing fucking is fireproof. fireproof. Yeah. Uh, and in uh, not the motorcycle, but in the SA special application, now they have the in the the bungs inserted in the helmets for the Hans devices yep. for for the head and neck restraints, if you will. So uh, those are inserted. Those are the major differences. There's not you know this couple of the little small, but those are the two major things. But the actual helmets are an M rated helmet in a race car. Is still not good right. but way fucking better than just a DOT. Yeah.
1: Fuck, I think those little like the, the skull caps that guys yeah. wear, those are DOT approved yeah. Yeah. or whatever yeah. that's worth. Yeah. Andy um, Austin's bike helmet is DOT. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's pretty neat. I'm pretty into that. So let's get a helmet. Let's get one going. Let's raffle one off. I like this idea. Yeah. Let's get it rolling.
2: So I uh, I already got one.
1: Oh, dope. All right. Cool. Let's go. So we're going to raffle off a helmet here for the Black Flag Podcast. We're going to figure out how the fuck we're going to do that. We were... Uh, Future info to come. We were right now years old when we figured out that we were going to do that. Uh, so go over to Facebook. Look at Night It's going to be a large. So if you <laughs> got a tiny head... Oh, i got a big old though. Oh Mine, Mine's bigger than a large. Uh, so not that I'm going to get it anyway because yeah. I, I assume I'm exempt. Yes. Uh, but uh, that being said, Night Owl Creations on Facebook, right? Do you have a website? I do not. You do not. So Facebook, Night Owl Creations. How? Are, why are you the owl? Why is that a thing?
2: Okay. Uh, well, is this a
1: long story. Uh, no, but <laughs> I have uh, I have
2: Night Owl Creations on Facebook. Yes. My own personal page on Facebook, but I also um, I do have a Night Owl Creations Twitter page. I just have not even used it yet, so uh, I'm. Do, 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 yeah. So I can't figure out how to link them. But, Trains owl. Oh well. <laughs> so the owl uh came about uh from our friend andy austin okay yeah because he's like you know he knows uh that i've been around forever so this is probably eight eight or ten years ago and he i'm like you know where i stand to spot every week at beatridge basically and he's he all of a sudden just started calling me he's like he called me the owl one night over. Ah, Greg, I'm up in the up in the perch. The uh, the, uh, the old owl up in the perch.
1: Some um, Andy Austin-ism of some yeah, sort. Yeah, assume, so, yeah. So uh, uh, for the
2: record, half of the wacky names that oh, in, him that comes up that
1: yeah
2: yeah like Andy I'll, I'll be like, oh, you need to call this guy this. <laughs> well, <laughs> what him. what do
1: we have? We have Dave Oliver's the milkman. Oh yeah. Uh, he fucking, used to be the Joker. That's yeah. all Andy. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Dan, the naughty 40 or yeah. naughty 50, if you're well, from that, here. Well, that, that's a story in itself
2: because uh, when Andy first took over as, oh, showing my age again. Yeah. When Andy first took over as uh, the the guy, the announcer guy at Beatridge, I was like, and we were right in that 2001, 2003, area. I'm like, and and it was about branding more than anything, you know, recognition. When Dan hits the track, it's the Naughty 40, you know. Like, I beat that into Marco's head. I beat that into Andy's head. That was, we wanted that recognition. We wanted kids to say, oh, hey, it's the Naughty 40, bye, you know, whatever. So I, and, I mean, and, like, you were a kid. You knew who the Naughty 40 was, oh, you know. Yeah. So, like, Andy, walking through the pits, like, the first time, he's like, and I'm like, I stopped him. I'm like, hey, you're the new announcer? This is how we actually met. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 bro, yeah. He's like got flip-flops on, a Sammy colored shirt. <laughs> Plaid shorts. man purse, you know. He's got so, his bike helmet, but yeah. he's not on his bike. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you do me a solid, you know? Uh, like when you announce Dan, can you just announce him as Dan McKay in the Naughty 40? Yeah. It's like that's the deal that's what we're going for and he he got it right away yeah so he always pushed it and it all that kind of helped us you know so i got a cool pick somewhere yeah of we actually andy is like and andy's in he's not a nuts and bolts guy but he's into all the different aspects of racing and stuff so he's like asking me a hundred questions about spotting and stuff like that and i'm like well you want to do it yeah he's like what I'm like, wow, yeah, you can spot for Lyman in this past sportsman race. <laughs> <laughs> from the tower. <laughs> yeah. No, he was, it was past sportsman. So oh, okay. Marco was oh, yeah, announcing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually got a picture of Andy standing next to me on the top row that I think Jamie Williams might've took no from shit. the
1: infield. That's pretty sick.
2: Of um, Andy, he's got a fucking headset on. He's leaned back like he's <laughs> Joe fucking spotter. And <laughs>
1: I love <laughs> it. I can only imagine what that he's was like, like. Yeah.
2: This is hard. You know? <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'll try announcing a race next. And, yeah. you know,
1: no, <laughs> uh, so. shit. So where in the world will BFP be presented by any racing news? I assume you're going to Beech We'll be at Beech to do Speedway that on
0: Saturday. Yeah. I am doing a little tour to NASCARs next week, so yeah. it is going to be another Tuesday show. I believe. Yes. Yep. You, you posted that everywhere, so that's that's a thing. That's what he said. Um, I saw it. All right. Good. Uh, Yeah, I'm leaving Friday morning early And um, for those who didn't know I lived in Pittsburgh for a cup of coffee And I'm going back down Because I have some friends down there So we're going to, you know, I don't know Wear our masks and fucking take Tylenol or whatever And um, yeah, going to Lernerville on Friday Jennerstown on Saturday And Selens Grove on Sunday Salinas Um, Grove? Same thing, Grove. I'm just wondering (laughs) (laughs) Could be, I don't fucking know how to say the name I've never been there before But Have you been to Lernerville? No did I say that one right? Yes. Have you? I have never been there. <laughs> no. Have no. you
2: ever seen all of the wing sprint cars? No. You've never seen World of Outlaws or anything like that. Not wing sprint oh, cars. You're gonna Pretty be wild. Fucking just not like wing
0: sprint cars. The one time I went to, I've only been to one one race, and it was at Volusia, and the wing sprint cars just happened
2: to not be racing that night. Do you guys so. know my buddy Cheeks? sounds yeah. like we probably i yes. i don't oh you you would if you saw him. you really you yeah. know him if, oh, yeah. let me see if i can find a picture of him. great for radio pictures yeah yes yeah, yeah. well I, just for <laughs> just for brad just cause, I'm, so. I'm
0: excited for i'm really really excited uh, not only do i not go to dirt racing that often obviously um but jennerstown seems like there's a whole gaggle of uh guys that from up here that are going down i don't know w- what's going to change now that pass added a white mountain race next week um but you know but on the entry sheet it list I'm I i, I can not
1: imagine much will change.
0: I know Trevor Sanborn was on there, he's not going, um, from what I heard from Dan. Um Kurt Gary was on there. I feel like I would have seen that posted somewhere, but these were all guys that paid their entry thing, so I'm just gonna go and assume that they're gonna be there. Um I know Derek Griffith will be there. Mike Hopkins almost won the damn thing last year. Ray Christian, Corey Casagrande, names. He's not Ray Christian's not going. Okay, so basically take the entry sheet and, and just throw it in the garbage and just hope one of the guys from up here is so
2: going. So I'm going to talk. Go back to your wing sprint car thing. Yep. Genestown is going to be awesome. Yep, would we'll yep. like to go. Fucking Beetrage got in the way again. Oh well. Anyway, it's going to be great wildcat racing with Garrett and Little Dan again, and I think we might take the Pro Stock to Beatridge but I'm not sure. Uh, so we go to vegas for the cup race cheeks has uh uh he has tickets he has dad we, he gets tickets to vegas his parents go out to vegas like every year and so for a couple years back in the early 2000s we went to the vegas race yeah well he goes all the time still but so one year we go and it was my first year right and i know that vegas has the big track they have the bull ring and they have the dirt track right i never seen world of outlaws and I'm like, so we we're getting in and we're gonna be in Vegas on Friday night. And I'm like, Jeeks, let's go. We're going to fucking world of outlaws. He's like, Guy, it's Vegas on Friday night. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. World of Outlaws, dirt track, half mile. Yeah. In Vegas. Gotta go. He's like, I ain't going to blah, blah. so his brother was with us too, right? So anyway, make we ended up going. I ended up talking him into going. He's fucking pissed off the whole time, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, we get there, we buy tickets, and we're like, we get our ticket stubs, and i would never been to, like, a hell-on-wheels-dirt race, you know? And I'm like, look at the ticket stubs, I'm like, fuck yeah! He goes, what? I go, we got, like, row two, seats one, two, and three. I'm like, this is fucking the balls! These are great!
0: Looks fucking sweet on paper.
2: Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, we go sit down, and I'm, like, looking around, and I'm like... Something ain't right here. And Cheeks is like, what do you mean? And I go. I had the, basically the same experience. I go, that's the handicap section over there. And there's like 25 people in wheelchairs. Right? <laughs> there's no one where we are. They're, well, no, those people where we were. Oh, okay. But the, the 25 people in wheelchairs are covered with blue tarps. And have fucking goggles
1: on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And the guy behind us, when they they come out, because they've packed the track. So now they're coming out to do, like, hot laps or whatever yep, yep. before they go. The guy behind us is like, hey. Because we've got, like, a bucket of beers or whatever. And they fucking open all of them. He's yep. like, you might want to cover your beers. <laughs> and we're like, what? And he's like, cover your fucking beers. And he's holding his thumb over the end of his beer. Yep. And he puts his goggles down. Yep. Now, we got no goggles. We got sunglasses on the top of our head. Yep, yep. And like four and a half seconds into the first one, fucking burping the throttle, going into turn one, Yeah, we're putting sunglasses down. Oh, yeah. Because you're getting peppered with these clods of mud, clay, If slime. you've never been, you don't know any better. Yeah, so right. the,
0: the the late models were there when I went to, to um, Volusia, and we we showed up very late um pounded a couple of beers in the parking lot walked in like we own the place and they're like oh do you guys want uh reserve seating or general admission we're like Ah, oh, fucking general admission whatever i'm like "What? what is that like what's the difference they're like oh you can go up to, like row 10 i'm like oh, pff. never been to one of these before i'll sit on fucking in row one i don't give a shit whatever we sit down and we're walking in everyone has safety goggles on i'm like what is there like a fucking solar flare or something coming like what, <laughs> what the hell is going on here and then yeah like all of a sudden you know, they come around the corner for the first time and I'm getting like pelted in the face. And I'm like, is someone throwing something at me? Like, what? this is before the podcast, too. So I'm like, I don't think I pissed any of these guys off. I don't know anyone racing today. And yeah, I mean, we were just absolutely just like just covered. I was wearing a white T-shirt, like a friggin' oh, yeah. Jeff Gordon T-shirt. So I guess I learned I got next when I show up to fucking Lernerville on Friday night. I got to have like Jeff Gordon or really, like 2002 sunglasses on that look like I'm fucking Phelps in the Olympics. That's just, what you just, need. Yeah, ready to go um but yeah i mean i'm I'm excited never been never seen wing sprint cars and i don't think megan has either so they're
2: they're and i mean and they're they're like a super modified yep but on dirt and narrower and stand taller but they get the
1: wings they're the same thing just completely different (laughs) right (laughs) they are they really are they're like the same
2: horsepower the same you know the same weight and all that yeah yeah. but like we were there, and Cheeks was all like grumpy McGrumpkins, and then he fucking loves it. Yeah, you know. Oh, I bet. Now, now he's love like when we were there. Like I don't know if you guys remember like Outdoor Life Network. Oh yeah. But they yeah. used to like they carried the World of Outlaws that year, so they're the, they're there filming right. Yeah. And Cheeks's brother Ed, he was like Big Ed is our truck driver now, but like Little Ed, yeah. We used to call him Shit Ed <laughs> 'cause because he was a shithead. Yeah. So. uh, he, like, he's like, I'm going to get on fucking TV like that. So, they're going down the front stretch in this pickup truck with, like, a guy standing in the back filming the crowd, like, cheering and stuff like you see on TV. He fucking jumps the little fence, and he's hanging on the big fence. <laughs> like, fucking climbs halfway up. He's like, wow, shaking it.
1: Like, that guy did oh, it. Jesus. What was it, Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, race but, that yeah. One but he wasn't, like, on
2: the top or whatever. But, yeah. uh, so... Uh, I have a sense in cheeks this is just like, like, like he's like trying to coax us into going to Vegas next, you know, next spring or whatever. And he's like, oh, we're is gonna be there. Let's like his yep. golden yep. ticket, you know. Yeah, I'm in. So, uh, the other thing that we have to talk about because you turkeys, turkeys not gone. To the fucking Snowball Derby. No. Oh, yes, that's, See, on. that's, I was, that's we, on my plan. I had
1: plans with Kristen and Smitty to go down because you guys had, it seemed like an adventure last year. Yeah, we I, go every it doesn't year. doesn't sound like they're going anymore, so I now need a new ride or plans to go to the Snowball Derby because I've never been. Planes, I think, are probably what's on the menu.
2: My yeah. sister is the hookup. She hooks up with who? She <laughs> she hooks up with Steve Taylor. You know who Steve Taylor is? Should I know who
3: Steve
1: Taylor is? Yeah, you might want to know who Steve Taylor is. I feel like I'm going to know who Steve Taylor is. Steve Taylor's T-Money. T-Money. We like money. Yeah. All right. Uh, he, uh, he,
2: He's my brother-in-law, and he used to race years ago, and he is um, one tough son of a bitch. Uh, anywho. Yeah. So, my sister is the hookup. She plans, like, the hotel, the fucking... So, doors. we're going, is,
1: is what it sounds like.
2: If you guys want to go, I yes, can sold. talk and see if she can. I don't know what her deal is. She gets, like, a book of tickets... Cause she re-ups every year. Yep. So we can see if there's maybe I can, she can probably definitely put you in the group for the hotel package. Cause she gets a group rate because she gets all of us rooms. Um, but she, um, I don't know about the race tickets, but you're going to want to get like the all access VIP. Like we go down, uh, like me, Scott, Garrett, Dan, I don't think Dan's going this year, but uh, all of us, like, we'll go down and we'll hang in the infield. Were you just cheering because of the hockey the game? I was. The Penguins just scored. So Brad's Brad also like, having to
0: be the greatest hockey player of all time, Sidney Crosby.
2: Go back to your story. <laughs> so we'll, like, go hang in the infield, like, for pra- practice, qualifying and stuff. And uh, I know it's wicked good for radio. Yeah. But I will show you guys a video on my phone after. Of, like, Seems so- like we're going to be sitting here watching videos. Of show <laughs> How <episodes>. fucking <laughs> close you can get. To the track. Oh, yeah. Like, Jamie Williams is, like, hung off the fucking inside wall. <laughs> yeah. I, here's a quick Jamie Williams fucking you're, you're snowball. You're in front of Jamie. <laughs> snowball <laughs> Jamie derby.
1: would probably be a good one to have on the show. Oh, yeah, he absolutely. would. Yeah.
2: That dude, we've had some fucking fun. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, man. Hanging off the wall. He's hung on, like... He's hanging... The front stretch wall at Five Flags. Yeah. I, he's, like... As the fucking things are zipping by. Yeah. So, he... Uh, he is... Like, where we sit, we sit, like, down in turn one. We have a section, you know, whatever. And uh, so, Jamie, they have, like, the little cage opening in the fence so the photographer can hang, you know. They they actually have that, like, Loudonwood or whatever, whatever. So, Jamie, like, scurries up and takes that primo spot. The fucking car is coming straight down the front stretch, you know. So, he uh, <laughs> he's down there. It's blazing hot. Right. And I was still smoking at the time. You yep. know, I'm I'm a reformed smoker. So don't hate me. Smokers. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I know you don't. But uh, but I was still smoking at the time. So I go down to rip a butt. Right. It's a fucking long caution. I know it's going to be a long cleanup. Whatever. So I go down to rip a butt and I'm down there and there's like some little concessions behind us, not like the big ones, but like you can get like some candy bars or, you know, whatever drink, whatever. And I look and Jamie is like parked in this fucking spot. Right. And he's not moving because it's the primo spot and it's fucking hot, like hot. And he's like got nothing. He's got his camera and a hard on, you know, yeah. that's about it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm being the guy. I'm like, well, he's going to be hangry. So I went and I grabbed a, a fucking Snickers yeah. and a Pepsi. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, because it's like you go up under the stands. It's like regular kind of like bleachers, like like at Loudoun. Yeah. But you go up under them, and then there's like this little opening in, in the break of them, like where the stairs are, and that's where the the thing is. So Jamie, you know, snaked his way up through there. So I walked up through there, and I'm like, Ch-ch-ch. I'm like, hey, bro, like that. He turns around, I'm like, yeah, and I like I hooked him up, you know, being a nice guy. Fucking Stady behind me. You can't be down here. And he's a fucking southern accent. I think I'm going to the clink. I
1: mean, <laughs> they probably thought it was a drug deal. Right? Yeah. You can't be down this close to
2: the track. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm fucking standing up above him on the fence, I'm going to be in the same yeah, spot.
1: J- Jamie but, was just on the track. Right. Yeah.
2: So, but it's, I mean, you, you, there's so much access that, like, you can go down and, like, you're walking around and, <laughs> you know. Do you know Scott Mulker at all? I, I, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know did did bobber tell the story on here about Mulkern like eyeball and eagle yeah, eye and yeah. chase elliott's car yeah, and and chase yeah. like wanted to
1: fight him oh and yeah,
2: like yeah. Mulkern's basically like oh, takes a hit yeah. off his cigarette fuck yeah. You, yeah. you you know so <laughs> tells
1: chase elliott to fuck himself
2: right so anyway but it's just the access is is unbelievable and it's fucking great racing
1: so it sounds like we're going to the snowball derby kid yes, yes. you in in
0: any more housekeeping things? Yeah, the picks from Michigan, uh, presented by the Graphic Scoop. Shout out to the Graphic Scoop. We picked up a whole box of tank tops for the weekend. They are all sold out. Look at us. Except go. for the pre-ordered ones. Those ones are all still available, obviously, but those are taken. Look at us. Uh, go. We got a we got a, a stack of stickers. Um, we're almost gone. those are almost gone too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, we'll give you two. So we're probably out of stickers. By the time you hear this, stickers will be <laughs> will be out of stickers. So we'll have to, I guess, order some hey. more. But I guess we need more tanks too. So Those picks hit. for Michigan, yeah, and they're doing a double header, so it's one and two. Um, last thing before you can do, you can do your thinks and thoughts about Michigan uh, snooze fest or whatever. But uh, Derek Griffith raced Toledo. They had a back to back little situation there. Um, finally, on a short track, you know his fucking bread and butter finished seventh and fifth. I believe very respectable. Was fast there. Showed him. You know, they knew he was there. Um, so it was good to see. He just he just keeps building. So, you know, I don't want to say congrats, but I guess congrats. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, better than last. Yes. Yes. Well, for sure. Um, but you know, it's it's good to see someone go out there, and he's not that he. Maybe he's methodical or whatever, but he he just goes out there and is he's just a smart racer. Right. He's not going to go out there and back it into the fence, overdrive, you know, well, overdrive yeah, the corner. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, think
1: he's going to go out there and try and wreck this guy's equipment. No, either, no, no. no. He's very I think smart, I think so. Derek, no, Derek's had the funding always, but I think he knows what a dollar's worth in terms of how right what and that he, ride costs and all that. And he's not go he also the fence knows down.
2: how valuable the track time itself is. Right, yeah, the 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 staying in one piece and whether you finish fifth seventh eighth years it's valuable He's learning, learning. Right? absolutely uh, yeah you go out there and you stuff it in the fence lap two
0: and jesus there goes like your whole weekend right. i mean i don't know what the, the backup car you know situation looks like for them but you know there's two races back to back so uh so pick for michigan picks so michigan. two picks it is saturday sunday you said saturday sunday i assume they're doing a what do they do 15 car invert or whatever, whoever finishes 15th starts on the pole for the next race or whatever. I'm going to go with chase and uh, Billy. Interesting. Cause I was going to go Billy and Alex Bowman. And Interesting. so I don't know why we're oh, picking Chevys, but you guys are all over the Chevys. Yeah. yeah. Why do I feel like I'm getting stared down right Cause now? It's your turn.
2: Yeah. Alex <sighs> Bowman won fucking auto club and it's basically the same. Yeah. Shit for me, I, so. I was actually thinking today. Cause I knew you guys were going to put me on the spot on this. And I was like, I think all the Chevys are going to be fast. Yeah, yeah. I think Tyler Reddick, especially at a especially too. at a
1: two mile racetrack where it's all downforce, all horsepower. Right. Toyotas have been kind of really nowhere to be found lately. I, I mean, I'm Dennis gonna, did okay yesterday, but other than that, they've really been off the map for sure. I'm going to
2: pull. I know, I know. I'm going to be that guy, but well, no, I was going to take Harvick, but I'm not taking Harvick. I'm okay. not going to be that guy. Here you got? I'm going to take another uh, Stuart Haas. Cole Custer. Nope. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to take Amarola. Arik?
1: Yep. So, uh, Eric as Just and who because else? I
2: think the thing's going to be trimmed out.
1: Is he going to double down, or is he going to do one and he, then who no, gets the other? I think he's uh, been on a bit of a heater yeah. as of late. I
2: think um, I, I think I was going to take uh, I was going to take Bowman, but I don't want to be like a fucking clinger. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Clint Boyer because I th- I think that they're gonna have the Stuart Haas They're gonna be all I, I honestly think Harvick's gonna just dick stomp them. Yeah. But I think they're gonna have every, the Stuart Haas trimmed out so much that they're just gonna be sailing down the straightaways. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I can see it. I respect that.
1: So, I think that's it. My voice lasted a little bit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. hell of a show. Thanks, Greg, again for coming on. No uh problem. We like the Didn't stories. Didn't get into any Steve Perry stories. No, though. no. It's not the last time you'll be on. Yeah, that's sure. for next time. Um, so, again, episode 76. That's Dave Lamprin.
0: Taylor Lamprin. Taylor Lamprin. That was also. Yeah, uh, thanks guess. for leaving us another one,
1: yeah. I guess, to pick. Jay I don't know many.
2: Johnson from back in the day, I believe. Could be. Was he 19? I have I no, no I idea.
1: Know i'm gonna i'm gonna google nascar number 76 here real quick anybody else can think of anything yeah i'm trying what did i say earlier rick mass but that was a 75 nascar mm. number 75 this is great for radio NASCAR you NASCAR guys don't have any service down here
3: do do. no no not. or in
1: all of scarborough oh it's a shithole kyle bush was a 75 once or that was 75 just kidding yeah you We're on 76 <laughs> yikes oh, why did i think of that oh these mm. are a bunch of schmuck nobodies correct I have no idea how about Unical seventy six for the hey, old school I like reference. That. Hey, hey. I like that. Alright, episode seventy six. Unical seventy six, Dave Lampin, Taylor Lamprin, or Pierce, whatever the fucking it's it's Taylor Lamprin. Um again, thanks, Greg. I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn. I, I I keep an eye out for the Facebook post again though. Free book, uh, giving away the soul of a modified first person to jot down in the comments the three numbers that they've driven for that race team three is obviously one of them what are the other two uh another person to give us three drivers that that team has had in their day gets a free large bfp shirt uh also, are we doing both like is one person gonna win both one person's gonna okay. get one oh, and if they, i mean if they answer both correctly i guess Oh, okay um and then keep an eye out for, apparently, we're going to raffle off a helmet, too, here at Night Owl Creations. Uh, go to Facebook, Night Owl Creations. Greg Emerson, uh, apparently a Twitter account that has nothing on it. Uh, and then you are Brad Sauce, here, right? Uh right? Today. I am, today. Yeah. Tomorrow. So that's at BSauce96. Collectively, we are at Black Flag Pod. Uh, so for the whatever time it is now, uh, just listen to this cool car noise thing that we do at the end of every show.